0: From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Marivelle, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Merrillville Rebels football.
1: Let's just do it, okay?
0: It's game day and time for Red Rebel Football on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. (laughs) These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the kitchen tune-up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7, Duke FM. Let's
2: go!
3: Welcome to Rebel Radio live from Skeeter Shield Stadium for Senior Night and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week in the Kitchen Tune Up Pregame Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels look to close the regular season with a region victory here at home on Senior Night. The Admirals of Farragut come in at 3-6 and six on the season, 1-3 in region play. Red Rebels are at 6-3, and three, carrying a full head of steam into this season finale. Will the Red Rebels continue to silence the critics and show out here on senior night? We're about to find out. But as we look to preview tonight's matchup, Mr. Metz, how about them Rebels?
4: Back home on senior night against the Admirals, going with Toby Keith tonight. We can see clearly in a red and black sky, Jamerson lit up the score with that field goal try. Hunter and Sam put their name at the top of the list, and Covert and Curtis started shaking their fists, and receivers will fly, and it's going to be 12 when you hear the Red Rebels start ringing the dinner bell, and it feels like Carter and Reeves are raining down on you. Senior Night is brought to you courtesy of the red, black, and the dew. Oh
3: man! man. <laughs> I don't know that Toby did it better than that, buddy. That, that was good, and got uh, got Gage in there. I love it, love it. But uh, but Ben, big night here, senior night. It is a fall night, uh, contrary to temperatures here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Now I'm in shorts. Ben's in shorts. I think Hippie's got short sleeves on, so a lot uh, that would tell you otherwise. But if you look around, the trees are beautiful here off Cedar Street and on Lawrence Avenue, and we're excited to be here for senior night here for the Red Rebels.
4: Yeah, fall season definitely upon us. Brought my encore song right there, Wayno.
3: Been waiting to launch that single hit all season. Just waiting on Gage to get healthy, buddy. Well, and he, he is healthy for sure. A healthy dose of Gage Ledoux helped us knock off the previously unbeaten tornadoes of Alcoa last week in the 95th annual Battle of Pistol Creek what a game what a huge game and, and really excited uh, honestly to come out of there with a victory but ultimately to carry that momentum here into senior night
4: yeah the Red Rebels coming off a convincing win against Cleveland and Alcoa have secured a playoff spot Farragut sails into the Skeeter after defeating Hardin Valley and needs not only a win tonight but help from Hardin Valley against Cleveland
3: Hey Ben, just joining back. Sorry, when Todd Kelly Jr. walks into the press box, you talk to him. So I had to talk to Todd Kelly Jr. If you're if you're a Tennessee fan, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, Ben, I, I could can't agree more uh, with what you were saying. Ultimately, a huge night here. A uh, really, like Coach Hunt talks about all the time. There's unfinished business to happen right here tonight. You got your playoff seating. We're going on the road regardless. But it's where are we going? Do we have an opportunity to position ourselves best for this playoff run. I think all of that's on the table here tonight, and ultimately, some of these seniors, they've had a tough road the last couple years, really with a lot of adversity, but they've continued. uh, They've kind of followed their heart. They've continued the work, and it's going to pay off for them here tonight. So they're getting recognized here on Jim Renfro Field, and we'll, of course, recognize their names early and often here tonight.
4: Yeah, but how about last week, a complete team victory? You talk about those seniors, and there's seniors on the offensive line. There's seniors in that defensive Unit, uh, but what a complete victory last week against Alcoa.
3: Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. I know I've said that a lot, but uh, but Ben, defensively, this is a team that that really. Uh, They cover uh, as well as I've seen in a very long time because, really, you look at this team, it's a lot of people that haven't played a ton of snaps, haven't played a lot of football games, but what they do know is that they continue to practice, they continue to get better. And last week it it was put on display with five turnovers by the Tornadoes that ultimately the last one, the fifth one, led to the game-winning Hudson-Jamerson field goal.
4: Yeah, and previous week against Cleveland, don't forget about those eight sacks and the two turnovers the defense created, and they continue to be efficient on third downs, 19 of 64. 29% 29% conversion rate on third down. So great job by this defense, and they're getting red hot at the right moment, Wayno.
3: It's all about timing. And, and speaking of timing, talking about timeouts, talking about good field goals, uh, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game was none other than Hudson Jamerson. Uh, he, he was able to sit down with me early this week to do this week's Red Hot Minute. What a kid, what a kicker, and ultimately, uh, what cool answers he gave me this week. This is Hudson Jamerson, last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. And we're joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Hudson Jamerson. Hudson, how are you, man? great how are you i'm doing well you've really you've become kind of a household name since last friday night the kick heard around the states what it's being called on social media how did it feel to, to knock through a victory for your red rebels over the tornadoes amazing i know you've had a few days to kind of decompress and come off of that but a lot lot can be said about the just tenacity of your football team but ultimately you were able to be the exclamation point on a big time victory for your football team excited i would think but ultimately got a lot lot left to do got a new game this week against the farragut admirals but one of the cool things about being the smoky mountain axe house player of the game is getting to do the red hot minute shotgun style questions where we ask you a lot of crazy things to teach people a little bit about you that maybe they know but i would venture to think they don't know but are you ready for this week's red hot minute yes sir the
5: game begins in three two one
3: all right, Hudson, what is your favorite holiday movie? Home Alone. What is your favorite follow on Instagram? Uh, 865 Mixtapes. If you could have a superpower, would it be flying or super strength? Super strength. Uh, what's your favorite superhero? Uh, Spider-Man. What is one thing you have to have in the refrigerator at all times? Milk. What is your go-to karaoke song? Party in the USA. When you're not on the football field, what do you enjoy doing? Soccer. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate chip. What is your favorite pet? Uh, Dogs. In your opinion, who is the most intense coach on this year's coaching staff?
6: Ooh, Hendricks
3: all right all right well Hudson you have outlasted this week's red hot minute way to answer you may have gotten the most questions taken care of in 60 seconds so you're you're not only good you're efficient Thank you. Well, Hudson Jamerson, a household name after last week's kind of a punctuation on the 95th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. But you've outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute. I know you're preparing big time for this matchup with Farragut. Last regular season region game and looking to position the Red Rebels to a nice spot for the 6A playoffs. So I won't take any more of your time, but do appreciate you giving us a minute uh, to do this week's Red Hot Minute. Thank you. Well, that has been Hudson Jamerson, last week's Red Hot Minute. We're going to take a break listen to some fine sponsors but this red hot minute has been brought to you by underground connections if you need underground boring and traditional trench work is just not in the cards check out underground connections but we'll take a break we'll be right back you're listening to 95.7 duke fm
7: are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The Underground Drilling and Boring experts since 2005. they do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible. Or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now 865 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling,
0: rolling.
3: And welcome back to Skeeter shield Stadium, right here for the Kitchen Tune-up pregame show leading up to the Junk Be Gone game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz, And, Ben, they're still talking about seniors. They had the cheerleading seniors. They've got the football team seniors, and I'm sure that we will do more at halftime. We'll recognize all those seniors as we go through tonight's broadcast as well. But what a what an interview by Hudson. You know, it, party in the USA was probably that may have shocked me the most, but uh, the fact that he just kept peppering out answers, it's like he had the cheat sheet. Yeah, and I like uh, Home Alone. You know, Kevin McAllister
4: says, you guys give up or you're thirsty for more. And you said it best, Wayne, ice in his veins last week, right? You know, I think he gets that from his punting style, being a rugby-style kicker.
3: Uh, but you said it best, ice in his veins on that 27-yard field goal to win the ballgame. You know, word on the street is is he's not a a lifelong kicker. That's not been his his plight all the way through his football career. Actually, that was a need on this football team, and he said, I'll do it took some training, worked in the offseason, and it paid off right there over at Alcoa High School. Super, super kid, great player. Glad he had an opportunity to have his name and and a moment etched in history here from Erville High School football. But as we, uh, of course, reminisce in the victory that was alcohol we do have to turn table and get ready for the Farragut Admirals but before we do that let's close up last week and look ahead to this week with our interview with coach Derek Hunt coach has a great perspective knows how big the victory was but as you could expect knows where we got ahead so this is this is the interview from coach Derek Hunt this interview is brought to you by under or by twin city certified in Maryville uh smiley riley and that crew check them out they've got used cars if you need one here's the interview coach as always thanks for the time this is a special one post the battle of pistol creek huge victory for your program but back on the ground this week congrats on a huge win against alcoa last week
2: thank you so much wayne it was it was a lot of fun and our our kids i thought deserved to experience that kind of that kind of win well, I'll
3: tell you CJ Newton and 865 mixtapes did a great job kind of capturing last Friday night's emotion, the 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 win, the game, the big time plays and and I think a key piece and just wanted to kind of recognize you honestly because, you know, what you and your coaching staff did in preparing those young men to not only go to battle with their their big time crosstown rival, but also just be able to kind of keep it in line and and keep things moving there in a game that really blow after blow was just a heavyweight battle for 48 minutes.
2: Yeah, just an incredible game, incredible atmosphere. You know, and it's everything you expected out of a Merrill-Alcoa game. And those games, a lot of times, doesn't matter who's got what kind of record, they're going to be good games most of the time. And so, yeah, I mean, it was so much fun to be a part of and I was really proud of our kids not only how they played but also how they responded after the game and you know try to have class and and do everything the right way so we've got a great group of kids man they just continue to show up and work hard every day and and, uh, certainly we're not perfect by any means but uh but I'm really proud
3: of them. Talk about not being perfect, but down the stretch, uh, one thing that that's had some impact across the course of the season, just playing a lot of young players, is there's been some penalty situations there down the stretch, but I thought – Friday night, this past Friday night, down the stretch when you needed to go down there and get in position to kick that field goal, uh, really all hands on deck. Everybody played a really clean football game.
2: It was a complete game. I mean, defense made some huge plays, obviously turning the football over You know, offensively. We were very timely. Uh, you know, We threw two interceptions in the end zone, which could have been points there, obviously. And you hate that. But at the end of the day, we were solid in the kicking game offense we were able to move the football scored that early touchdown the price was huge that you know over the middle pass completion that was huge to get on the board first i thought in that game just to give you confidence like hey maybe we can play with these guys you know and so but no complete team effort win and really proud of our coaches for for putting our kids in position to to give them a chance to win.
3: So so we'll walk through this in all three phases of the football game. Offensively, we'll start there. I thought Will Jones did a really good job. A couple key points in just reflection number one was that throw to price davis i thought his little shrug play action deal i've never seen a defense literally all 11 bite at the same time but they did they kind of crashed a little bit and it allowed price to get behind them is that something just instinctual to will or is that uh, is that the way that thing was drawn up
2: Yep, yeah, it was designed that way um something that we felt like would help us get price loose through there and so, uh, so yeah, I practiced that all week. And, and, but Will's got to go out and execute it. And, man, he did. And, then you know, that's not an easy throw. You know, Price is almost catching it over his head. And, you know, you, it looks like you've got a ton of room. But when you're running out of space in the back of the end zone, you really don't, don't have a lot of place to put it. So what a great throw and catch those two guys made.
3: Yeah, couldn't agree more. Got two big pieces of the offense back Friday night. Had Zeke McCoy and Gage Ledoux back in and limited performances there. But I thought another great play was the uh, kind of moving Gage to the left of the formation, kind of putting him in motion, really allowed Will to keep it on his own and go around the right end. Uh, Really put us in position to to make a really makeable uh, Jamerson field goal there.
2: Yeah, that was huge. That drive was such a good drive. You know, we got it, I think, around – the Alcoa 45, and or excuse me, our own 45. And then, you know, within three plays, we got it down to, you know, what, our own 15 or 20. And uh, the first play to, to Britton Barrett, he catches it on the sideline and gets a nice burst. And then we, run kind of a semi-bootleg, and Colton fouls, so that goes freshman to freshman right there with under a minute to go, game on the line. Colton catches it, gets a first down, steps out of bounds. I mean, just very heady, and then we're able to go back to Will, and he makes a great read on kind of an option play and cuts it up and gets us down there. So, you know, we were basically running the clock down and call timeout and let Hudson do his thing.
3: All right, move to defense, five turnovers, the nice three nice picks, two fumbles, handsy is a word that's been used with this defense before, but opportunistic Friday night. Every time there was an inch to be given or taken, uh, the Red Rebels would have looking to take it. Uh, what did you see from your defensive backs, but ultimately your tacklers on defense?
2: Man, Alcoa makes it so hard on you. Not only are, are they well-coached, but they've just got such great players. And so uh, our guys, one thing that they did really well was they kept everything in front of them. I mean, even the touchdown pass that Alcoa had in the end zone, royal curtis is right there i mean they they just had a a guy make an incredible throw and catch but we ran to the football so well you think about how many times in games you see those fumbles fly out there and the same team falls back on it you know so you've got to run to the football and be around it to make plays and thankfully many of our guys were hustling making plays and when the ball's on the ground they're able to jump on it and you know, at the end of the day that was the difference
3: oh yeah couldn't agree more but then at the the tail end of the football game to really put it to bed and, and get back to cedar street with a big time victory hudson jamerson steps out there looks like there at that last drive you really tried to to ease or at least stay to that right side hash mark was that on preparation to where he likes to kick it from or really just the way the play calls went
2: you no, know, it's just kind of the way it happened. We actually tried to get it back to the middle a little more and weren't able to. But I think uh, we were close enough to where we didn't have to go unbalanced. That's what. That's the main thing. We didn't want to have to be unbalanced up front. You have to do that at a certain point when you get closer and closer to the to the end zone and you're kicking a field goal. But uh, we felt like we were good enough shape and uh, Hudson banged it through.
3: Well, Hudson, we, we just aired his Red Hot Minute. Clutch guy in a lot of ways, From and he's done that this season, but he talked about the timeout that Alcoa took late in that football game. Really, that settled his nerves. And then when he actually booted that thing through, Coach, that thing may have been good from 50
2: yeah he thumped it and that was what I thought was so cool is because when you do it like that you know you're not kicking it scared and yeah I mean he thumped that thing and I thought that was such a cool statement that he made too I heard him say that after the game was you know I was pretty nervous until they called that timeout, and then the second time I, I felt pretty good about it so you know who would have thought?
3: Yeah I told him I said they only try to ice the kickers that they're scared of so I think I think that puts him in a good situation so he's, he's a very nice athlete and a really great kid some good answers there on his red hot minute but coach uh, like we talked about that is a great victory one that will go down in history for Maryville High School but ultimately one game remains on this regular season slate got Farragut coming to town senior night at Maryville High School so a lot to play for here this Friday night.
2: Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, I'm excited to uh, hang out with these seniors um, at least one more time at home, you know, and, and uh, you know, they deserve to be honored and we're just super happy for them and excited for them. And then, you know, talking about Farragut, they... I don't. Uh, they play us as good if not better than anybody we've played over the last decade. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, we've probably played them more. Them and Bearden, we've probably played them more than anybody over the last 10 years because there's a lot of years where we play them twice. And so you know they they're able to, to they scheme us up really well. They do a great job coaching them up. Um, they're always a tough opponent. Always a tough opponent. So um, you know we'll have to play really well. And you know they they've been kind of mixing things up with their offense, playing a lot more wildcat lately, which has been successful. And so giving up different giving us different looks. And you know that's something that is definitely going to be a challenge for our defense and then for our offense. You know they're gonna they're gonna if you if you look at what history said they're gonna you know, put a lot of guys in the box and try to make it tough for us to run and, and and force us to throw it. And so thankfully we'll we feel confident in doing either one. So hopefully we can go execute. That'll be the key.
3: And coach, just to just to kind of close up here, probably more parity in in region two six A than I've I've seen in a long time, especially since this realignment, going down to the final week of the season, you don't know who's one through four in either region one or region two. But how do you marry or how do you blend the big emotion from last Friday night? Victory, and then still put it in perspective that there's a ton to play for here this
2: Friday night. Well, and that's the key. And I told our guys this week, you know, we've learned a lot of lessons this year. We've learned that, you know, we, we're pretty tough and gritty. We, you know, handling all the adversity that we've handled. You know, we can get young guys ready to play quickly um, if need be. We don't love to have to do that, you know, but sometimes that happens. And we've, you know, like I said, we've dealt with a lot of stuff this year. That we would have never predicted could have happened. However, we've learned a lot of lessons. But this week we get to learn a new lesson, and that's how to move on. You know, and as fun as Alcoa was, and as huge a win as it was, and it was awesome. We got to move on. We can't let Alcoa beat us this week because we're still, you know, basking in our own glory, and that's just it'd be unacceptable. And so we've talked about that. They know that. We understand that. I understand that. And you know, our expectation is to come out and play really good football this Friday night on Senior Night, and I'll be disappointed if we don't.
3: It's a great group of seniors to recognize this this Friday night from all programs the the music program the football program and all of our our fall sports but excited to get out there back at home this week and uh, I know you're preparing big time for Farragut so I won't I won't hold any longer went a little long today coach but I think it was a it was a win worth uh, recognizing it's a team a finale uh, worth talking about so thanks coach as always
2: sure thing thank you wayne
3: this coaching interview has been brought to you by our good friends at twin city certified right here in maryville smiley riley and their bunch has the quality you deserve in a used car check them out drive by or check them out online but we're going to take a break listen to a great sponsor when we come back more of the kitchen tune-up pre-game show right here from rebel radio 95.7 duke fm run like a rebel run like a rebel Welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here from Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Ben, uh, Coach Hunt, level-headed, uh, just about the business, all kinds of things you can say, but ultimately he understands there's more in front of him than was behind him last week.
4: Yeah, great interview, Wayne. He He's focused this week on teaching his kids to look into the now, not into the future, so he's ready to face that this week.
3: And looks like we're going to now do the national anthem as as customary while we're at home. We're going to let the Marching Red Rebels uh, do the honor. So we'll kick it to the Red Rebel Marching Band.
1: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
3: What a great rendition of our national anthem. Again, by the Marching Red Rebels, Maryville High School's marching band. Ben, uh, it, that gets you ready for high school football. Again, just a great uh, great run for this band program, but ultimately uh, what a great performance here tonight. Senior night, we're going to recognize the senior band members uh, probably at the halftime, but ultimately they do great work here in the pregame show, so I want to recognize them as well. But, Ben, want to kick it down to Mr. Chris Hibbs. He has been perusing the sideline, getting ready for tonight's matchup. Hippie, let's kick it to you for tonight's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Underground Connections.
8: Yeah, fellas, uh, another big game after last week's big game. Uh, You know, hopefully first key for me, though, continue to open up the field. Uh, The deep pass last week was causing a lot of chaos for the Alcoa defense. I think it opened up a lot of big holes in the running game for us. I see uh, doing that tonight with Farragut, you know, take them deep shots, make them think twice, then stack in the box. Secondly, defensive pressure. I mean, what can we say about the defense last week? The pressure on the quarterback caused so many turnovers. And then when Alcoa did have big plays, the fact that our team rallied around, knocked the ball out, got the fumble recoveries, what more could you ask for that uh, stingy defense from last week? And lastly, build off of last week's big win. You know, one thing you don't want to do is overlook this matchup after that huge win last week against got at Alcoa. So for tonight, back to status quo like Coach Hunt said, get back on it, and then let's keep that momentum going next week into the playoffs.
4: Hippie bringing the faithful keys to success on senior night. Chuck it deep. Farragut likes to use Landon Collins at star position and pack the box with Jack Alley and company. Spread them out. This will open up the run for Gage, Price, and Will. Under pressure equals Hoskey. Cam Duncan has eight interceptions on the season. On the season, the Red Rebels have five defensive touchdowns. Build on the momentum and finish. Last week, Gage comes back, gets a rushing touchdown. Zeke McCoy comes back. The defense creates eight turnovers. Love it, Hippie.
3: Yeah, great keys to victory here tonight, Hips, as always. But as we were given those hippies keys, the Red Rebels and the Red Jerseys. were walking in front of the faithful here. Tradition at Maryville High School, as always, lives and breathes. So the Red Rebels are marching their way to the football field, Jim Renfro Field, getting ready to break the, the, the tunnel, break the paper there. Uh, but want to kick off tonight with our starters, our starting lineup brought to you by Stevenson Tire Company. Start on defense, defensive line, number nine, Sam Young, number 43, Zach Hample, number 88, Jack Carter. Linebacking core will be number 24, Matthew Covert, number 11, Hunter Olivet, number 20, Mason Ball, and number 35, Caleb Reeves. Defensive backfield will be number 12, Hutton Jones and Royal Curtis, the corners, and then your safeties will be number 17, Andrew Smith, and number 10, Nolan White. On offense, the offensive line will be anchored by the tackles. Number 78, Blake Heckman, and number 53, Alex Boyd. The guards will be number 70, Owen Steffes, and number 56, Nash Stinnett. The center will be number 77, Logan Mcglamory Wide receiving core will be uh, number 6, Britton Barrett, number 2, Charlie Manu, and at the slash will be the freshman, number 89, Colton Faust. H-back tied in will be Eli Elkins, and Price Davis will be the starting running back. And QB1, starting quarterback for your Red Rebels, Will Jones. The specialist, give them shout-outs. Number 95, Max Serre, kickoff specialist. Number 21, Hudson Jamerson, place kicking and punting. And Eli Elkins, the long snapper. Cohen Babelay, the holder. Honorary captains tonight, two guys that poured it into this program for four years. Gage Ledoux, number seven, and number four, Zeke McCoy. Matthew
4: Covert gets the spotlight tonight on those starting lineup. there. Wayne, 16 tackles, one tackle for loss, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and one interception last week against
3: Alcoa. Yeah, huge, huge night for for all of those. As the Red Rebels and the Farragut Admirals are at midfield for the coin flip, give the uniform combinations. Looking straight ahead, the Farragut Admirals come to Maryville in their road white uniforms, Navy numerals. A little double stitch there. Uh, They've got stripes on either shoulder pad, and then they'll have navy football pants with white stripes on either hip. Traditional Farragut helmet looks just like the Dallas Cowboys. Gray helmet. Blue star stripe down the middle, double stripe down the middle. Red Rebels in senior night, the Red Rebels proved true. They got their home red jerseys, white numerals trimmed in black, black and white stripes on either shoulder pad, and the black football pants, red and white stripes on either hip, and that traditional helmet, black with red Rebels script.
4: Yeah, credit to Coach Courtney and credit to Coach Hunt. Traditional uniforms mean it starts the mindset of there is no tomorrow.
3: And Farragut, they are playing for their their playoff life. Maryville is playing for seeding, and so there's a lot on the line here tonight. The captains for Farragut, number five, Landis Devia, number 60, Nathan Harville, number 64, Avery Moore, and number seven, Jack Alley. We'll hear his name a lot for the Red Rebels. It will be number 12, Hutton Jones, number 88, Jack Carter, number 86, Eli Elkins, and number seven, Gage Ledoux. Looks like Maryville has won the toss. Will defer and Farragut wants the foot or will get the football. Not sure if they want it but based on them losing the toss they're going to get it. Yeah, Landis
4: Devia, number five, that wide receiver last year against Maryville. He had three receptions for 65
3: yards and 22 yard touchdown pass late in the ball game. Look for him on the outside this evening. As we go through tonight's broadcast, we're going to recognize all the seniors for all the programs. Uh, Going to wait till halftime. That way we can give give due for each of those as we move through tonight's broadcast but as we get ready to kick off this Junk Be Gone Game of the Week this will be the Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams kickoff and looks like it will be Sare to kick this one away from his own 40 yard line. They'll kick it right to left here on Jim Renfro Field as sun is almost set here lights are on and the Red Rebels look to pin back the, the Admirals.
4: Coach Courtney has developed a spread in the gun with multiple skill players playing either the Wildcat or quarterback formation. He will utilize Cam Duncan to throw out in the perimeter, and Landis De Villa has a lot of receiving yards tonight. As
3: Sarah approaches, he'll kick it away, and it's football time in Maribel. and he will kick it out of the back of the end zone. That will be a touchback, and Farragut will bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Deep for the Farragut Admirals was Corbin Hobson. He's a quarterback by list, 5'11", 175-pound freshman.
4: Boom and kick by the Red Rebels.
3: It will be Cam Duncan, the 6'3", 185-pound senior, bringing his troops out. He's a first-year senior starter, uh, as as Dawson was the the admiral that really led the troops for, for multiple years there for Coach Courtney. But Duncan is going to check the line of scrimmage. He'll check back into shotgun formation. He'll have the back to his left. He's going to put number nine into motion, takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to hand to number two. He's going to go off left side. That's going to be Wyatt Drummy. He's a 5'11", 190-pound senior, and he's going to pick up a couple.
4: Counterplay up the middle of the line there. Tries to get towards the Farragut sidelines, number 11. Hunter Olivet gets credited for his first tackle on the evening.
3: Yeah, Drummy's going to fall ahead forward. He's going to pick up four, so it'll bring up second and six. Man in motion there was Jordan Shepard, number nine. Again, Cam Duncan wears number six. He's going to check the play again at the line of scrimmage. Clean his hands. He's going to put man in motion, left to right. He is going to play, going to get it to Drummy. Drummy's going to try to go left again, and nothing doing there as he's going to pick up maybe a yard. He's going to be stopped and dropped. A bunch of Rebels there just building a wall on that defensive front.
4: Number 35, the blindside bandit, Caleb Reeves, goes booming through the line of scrimmage, makes a big tackle for Maribel.
3: Two plays, nets three yards for the Admirals, and it's going to bring up third and – sorry, they didn't change the scoreboard. It's going to be third and five. Third and five. Duncan is going to step back in the shotgun. He'll be nearly by himself. He's going to look to Drummy again. Now he's going to give it to Drummy. Drummy's going to go around the left end. He needed five, and it's going to be close, Ben. I'm going to say they're calling him short at the moment. And looks like benefit of the doubt was given. They're going to say move the change. First down, Admirals.
4: Yeah, just does a sweep play there towards the outside. Number 11, Hunter Olivet on the tackle at the first down yard marker.
3: 10-36 to play here in the first quarter. Again, scoreless game if you're just joining us. It is senior night here against the Farragut Admirals. So big, time, big things to play for here on senior night. Looks like number 15 is going to check in for the Admirals, and he is going to play action. Looks like he's going to call his own number, and that's Kink Carball. And that is going to be kind of backup quarterback. He's 6'2", 175-pound junior, and he's going to pick up, looks like about six yards there on first down. Quarterback keeper there.
4: That's that wildcat formation we talked, out, talked about during the pregame. No passing yards on the year by Kent Claybaugh. So he's going to come in, rotate out with Cam Duncan. This time he goes up the middle of the field, and Kent and Covert makes the tackle.
3: Yeah, looks like you're going to know what you get when he checks into the game because back comes Duncan. Duncan goes back in the shotgun, have the backer to his right. It's going to be Drummy, and looks like a little pre-snap action. It's going to back up the Admirals.
4: Might have had some movement in the backfield here, Wayne. Let's see what the white hat says.
3: Well, again, when you're getting your signals from different guys, sometimes it's it, you think you've got this guy in, and it's really another guy, and so some of the cadence can cause you to jump. So it looks like it will, it will actually go against the Red Rebels. They're going to say encroachment. Not sure why they blew that play dead. So it looks like they needed four yards, so it's going to give them the first down. It'll be another first down. Admirals is their next snap will take place on their own 41-yard line. Duncan's going to have Drummy to his right. He'll take the shotgun snap, hands it to Drummy. He's going to try to go right this time, and he is going to get out near the 45-yard line. They'll give it to him, the 45-yard line, and pick up a four, second and six.
4: Number 10, Nolan White creeps up and does the slot blitz there, makes a nice tackle.
3: And here early on, looks like they're going to try to give us a lot of different looks. Checks in number 15, Kent Carbaugh. He also plays strong safety, according to the roster. Carbaugh will check the play. Kind of wants to see what the Rebel defense is doing, but I, I would expect him to keep it. going to be in shotgun. He's going to put Drummy into motion. Now he's going to play action. Now he pulls it down. He's going to call his own number, goes right, tries to find the seam, and he's going to get a couple. He's going to run a long way, Ben, just to pick up about three yards.
4: Yeah, Nolan White and Bryce Goins get credited with the tackle. They both broke down perfectly on that play.
3: Should be third and three upcoming. Again, Carbaugh checks. He's going to stay in this time. Looked like Duncan wanted to come in. I'm going to push him back. Drummy will stay in the backfield as the running back. They're going to check the play. Kind of a little, little they call it sugar huddle, right behind the offensive line. Quickly break it and get it to the line of scrimmage. Looks like they're going to have Drummy straight behind, kind of maybe in a safe mode. carbas is going to take the shotgun. He's going to hand it to, it's actually going to hand it to number four, Corbin Hobson, and he is going to be met at the line of scrimmage. Maybe falls forward for a yard, but he's going to be short of the line to gain. It'll be fourth down.
4: Ran into his own offensive lineman about the 45-yard line, and a skirmish occurs right there by the Red Rebel defense to bring him down, fourth down, Wayne.
3: Scouting shows most times when Carball's in there, he doesn't hand it off. Maybe Corbin wasn't ready for the football. It will be fourth down, fourth and two, and it looks like we'll have to wait one more play to see if it's a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop. Carball's going to be in shotgun, going to go for it here at midfield. It's actually going to be Duncan back into the football game. He'll have Drummy straight behind him. He'll have a, a little motion man to his right. Duncan's going to be in shotgun. He takes the shotgun snap. A little two-step drop. He's going to look to throw it. He's going to complete it to number five, and it's going to be enough for the yard to gain. It's going to be Landon DeVia. Just a little hitch route out in the flat. And he quickly gets upfield. They'll give him forward progress stopped at the Rebel 43-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Admirals.
4: Landon runs a nice hitch route there about the 40-yard line, comes back, makes a nice catch for the Farragut Admirals. Good stop by the Red Rebels.
3: What does that say about Coach Courtney and his uh, guts to go for it here at Mariville at, at the midfield strike? Got nothing to lose. Looks like Duncan for the Admirals will stay in shotgun. Now he's going to take it. Hands to drummy, and they're going to blow this play dead. I'm going to say there's going to be some motion there. Maybe number four, number four for the Admirals might have, might have taken off early as they uh, as they assess the, the line judge already marking it off. It'll back the the Admirals up to the Rebel 48 yard line, so it'll be first and 15. Yeah, good call
4: there, Wayne. There was some movement over there by the sidelines. False start penalty.
3: Yeah, good eyes there by the line judge. The bands are rocking here tonight. That's the marching red rebels. If you hear that pet band, it's gonna be Duncan in shotgun for the Admirals. He's gonna take it, hands it to Drummy. He's gonna go right hand side. He's gonna be met at the at the. At the line of scrimmage and really just battle a couple Rebels, push ahead forward, maybe gains a yard. It'll be second and 14.
4: Yeah, number 11, Hunter Olivet gets credit for that tackle. He started it and got support from the backers.
3: Yeah, one judge said gained a yard, and then the main guy said, nope, no gain, second and 15. <laughs> shut it down, Wayne, shut it down. And here we go. Red Rebels looking to the sideline, getting any cues here. It looks like there's going to be some check-in, check-out for the Admirals. Number eight will check out. That's Bryce Thompson. And number 80 will check in. That's Brooks Burnett. Duncan will stay at quarterback. Again, he's the thrower, not the runner. Duncan's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to play action to Drummy. He's going to try to extend the play. And, Ben, he is just going to have to heave ho. He throws it toward the initial line to game. And nothing do, and No one in the area except Red Rebels. Looks
4: like he threw the ball away past the line of scrimmage so will not get called for the intentional grounding. Number nine, Sam Young, was on the hunt.
3: Yeah, it made it past the the line of scrimmage they were using now, but I don't know that it made it to the original. <laughs> so, not necessary, but just a note of, of interest there. Six twenty-four to play here in the first quarter, still scoreless. Uh, Rebels yet to, to have the football, did win the toss, and have deferred to the second half. Third and 14, and it looks like it's going to be Carbaugh in for Farragut. He's going to be in shotgun. He's going to move drumming out in motion to the left. Now he's going to pull it down, call his own number, and go straight ahead forward. He'll pick up the penalty yardage, but he won't pick up the first down. He'll get just beyond the initial line, to line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and eight.
4: A designed quarterback run up the middle of the field there. Matthew Covert in on the tackle. Fourth down.
3: I think that level of fourth down they're not going to feel comfortable with, so there will be pump formation out for the the Admirals. That will be a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop. First one of the night on senior night, but probably not the last.
4: Watch this guy, Wayne. Brooks Burnett, I call him leg. He averages about 46 yards per
3: punt, 68 long. Well, if he'll get that on this one, we'll get a touchback. But Colton Faust is going to be the deep man, the returner for the Red Rebels. He'll stand at his own 10-yard line. Looks like there is going to be a stoppage of play as the snap occurs, so no play right here. We'll see. I don't see any laundry on the field, Ben.
4: Looks like it came from the backfield. Delay of game.
3: Delay of game against the Admirals. So that actually probably helps the leg, as you call him, uh, because it's going to give him a little bit of room to maybe bounce it. But Colton Faust, he'll he'll do the – He'll adjust five yards as well. Again, Farragut will punt left or right as they'll punt towards Cedar Street. He's going to punt it away. He stands at his own 40-yard line. Line of scrimmage in Maryville territory. Snap is slow but good, and he'll kick it away. It's going to be a spinner, kind of a boomer, And it looks like Colton Faust gets out of the way, and it sails deep into the end zone. Touchback, so no uh, no risk there, no reward, uh, but we're going to bring it out to the 20-yard line. First and 10, Red Rebels.
4: Good job by Colton Faust to run up on the 20-yard line and just start waving, get that defense to put the brakes on. Ball goes into the end zone.
3: Absolutely out on offense. Will Jones will lead the troops, and quickly out there are those 11. As they're in a small huddle, they'll quickly break it. They're going to push, looks like, Colton Faust and Britton Barrett out to the wide right. And they'll have to our close side, Eli Elkins. uh, Looks like Price Davis. Trying to see maybe Charlie Manu. It's going to be a little throwout pass to Price Davis. Price is going to get it. He's going to get across the 30-yard line. Quick first down for number one. And that's going to be a pickup of 13 yards there on that first down gainer. A nice little screen pass and got Price in, in motion.
4: Got a lot of support over there on that side by Elkins and Barrett. About to
3: break it for a big score right there. Jack Alley, the big linebacker for Farragut, makes that tackle. That's a comfort pass, Ben, because it got Will Jones in rhythm. Gets him in motion. Now he can move faster. As the the small huddle for the Red Rebels, looks like Farragut's going to make some substitutions. Farragut typically, uh, they're going to run kind of a 4-3 kind of hybrid here, and we'll see what they bring to the table. Looks like Price is going to be straight behind Will Jones. Will will stay in shotgun formation. He's going to look over the defense. He's going to put Faust into motion. He's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. No, he's going to call his own number. Price, or... Will Jones is going to go 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. And Will Jones, deceptive to say the least. Scampers for a big long gainer there, quarterback keeper. Had a lot of movement in the backfield, and we've talked
4: about his ability to debunk the defense, and he does it right there. Holds on to the football. People are going left, people are going right. He marches down the field. Number 27, Zane Karishi Smith on the tackle.
3: 49 yard gain for the freshman quarterback, and uh, again, juices are flowing here for the Rebel offense. 4.08 to play in the first quarter. Still scoreless, but Rebels just break into the red zone. Will Jones will take a low shotgun snap. He's going to pitch play to Price Davis. Price going to go right side. He's going to push the pile, push ahead forward. He'll be near the 15-yard line of Farragut. It's going to be inside. They're going to give him the 14. That's going to be a nice gainer as they, they operate inside the Huddleston Law Firm Red Zone. Number 97, Luke Hill on the tackle for the Farragut Admirals. Price Davis just getting those tough yardage. Zeke McCoy will check out, and look who's checking in, Mr. Ben, number 16, Casey Cobble. Good to see him back out there. He's going to spread out at wide receiver. Looks like Will will stay in shotgun formation. He'll have Price to his right. A little play action to him. He's going to throw in traffic, but he's going to get it to Casey Cobble, and Casey is going to make his introduction with a big Red Rebel first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, down to the Farragut seven-yard line. Had some good
4: blocking over there by the Farragut sidelines. Great catch by Cobble. Number 11, Landon
3: Collins in on the tackle. Cobble will check out. What a threading of the needle throw as he literally threw it through defenders. Casey's going to check out. Good to see him out there getting some reps, but he will get looked at, so hope hope nothing serious there. Looks like Will quickly breaks a small huddle. He's going to update Price Davis. Now he'll clean his hands. He's going to look to the left. Now he'll look to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price goes four, three, driving his
4: legs. Touchdown, Rebels. Tick, tick, boom, Price Davis just goes up the middle of
3: the field with a big touchdown for the Red Rebels. And what a forward lean by a running back. Two-yard line he's caught and maybe could have been dropped earlier in the year, but he just leans forward, gets his heels clicked in, and just pushed all his way to the end zone. What a play. Denzo scoreboard just changed.
4: Had Jack Alley, Bryce Thompson, and David Broda trying to push him back, and he pushes him into the end zone
3: Hudson Jamerson will attempt the PAT the hold is good the kick is up and yes the kick is good the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels seven and the Farragut Admiral zero so with 309 the Rebels seize the lead here in the first quarter let's take a break we'll be right back you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, right here, Rebel Radio ninety five point seven Duke FM. And as we come back from break, three oh nine here in the first quarter remain. Rebels lead seven to nothing over the Farragut Admirals. That Corbin Price or Corbin Price, Price Davis touchdown. Uh, Matt Sayre will step out there to kick this one away and he'll kick right to left. Looks like deep for the Admirals. They'll stand on their own goal line, not expecting to see action on this one. And they'd be right as it goes into the end zone, touchback and Sayre. Or maybe he should be called the leg. Good kick and, and no activity by special teams for the Admirals.
4: Good kick. Previous drive for the Red Rebels, five plays. 80 yards, two minutes, three seconds time of possession. Will Jones started that drive with that 49-yard run up the middle of the field there, and it was topped
3: off by a Price Davis touchdown. You know, Farragut shows 11 plays, 39 yards on that first first drive, but really nothing doing there, and really most of that on that first down throw. So, really, Rebel defense after a series, I look for them to adjust. Looks like it will be. That's going to be Carbaugh in there at quarterback. That's the runner. He's going to take the snap. He's going to keep it, go to the right-hand side, and converging, to say the least, are the Rebels. Looks like Royal Curtis will be the first one there, and then Sam Young and company on the tackle.
4: Yeah, Robbie Jacobs, the wide receiver for Farragut, Blue, his block assignment there on number 41. Royal Curtis, he gets in the backfield, makes a big stop by the cornerback.
3: Yeah, really nice. Royal got around uh, the, the – it's going to be Landon Collins. So uh, and it looks like he's going to get around the guy, and then he just gets around his waist and kind of falls to the ground, and then the Calvary shows up. And looks like maybe in a quarterback uh, will be Collins, number 11. It looks like Collins will actually hand this one off. So the third quarterback we see tonight listed as a wide receiver, free safety. But he's going to take some snaps for the Admirals. Again, maybe when things don't work, Coach Courtney's going to pull him out. Looks like it will be Collins going to hand that one off. It will be a short pickup. That'll be a gain of four there on that one. It'll be third and short. Yeah, tried to do a counter play, get towards that fair, get sidelines, get to that
4: edge, couldn't get there. Number nine, Bryce Goins and company in on the tackle for the Red Rebels. Yeah,
3: Wyatt Drummy was the, the running back there, picks up a, a good yardage, but it's going to be third and, third and a long four. Looks like Collins will stay in at quarterback. He'll have Drummy to his right hip pocket. One receiver to the left, one to the right. A look to the sideline. Coaching staff not liking what they're seeing. and looks like they will take a timeout. Fergut takes a timeout here in the first quarter. Let's take one with them. But with 139 to play in the first quarter, your Rebels lead 7-0. You're listening Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
9: Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheesewagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
0: Broadcasting from the HEP Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football.
3: Hey, going down till the sun comes up. Welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Rebels lead 7-0 over the Farragut Admirals. That was a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. But out of that timeout, Farragut back on offense. It will be, looks like Duncan back in at quarterback. He's going to hand off to Drummy, and Drummy needed four. Looks like he's going to get two. It's going to bring up fourth down, and deep in their own territory. We'll see how, how gutsy we are early. The ball is on the Farragut 28-yard line, fourth and two.
4: Great job by that front line. Spotlight 76, Bryce Goins. He collapses and makes that tackle to prevent the first down.
3: I expect offense stays on the field. I expect this to be an attempt at a hard count and then drop back and do a little pooch kick. We'll see what it is. It's going to be a snap. No, he's going to keep it. He's going to go straight ahead forward. That is going to be Duncan. Duncan needed two yards on the quarterback keeper, fourth down. It's gonna get four yards. So it's gonna be a first down. Admirals had a lot
4: of blockers just outmanned on that one. Wayne number 11, Hunter Olivet will get credit for the tackle after they get the first down.
3: Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna fire up this defensive front, allowing that to happen. Under a minute to play here in the first quarter. Farragut finds new life. And finds a fresh set of downs.
4: Well, Coach Courtney at the beginning of the season had those two wins against Powell and Dobbins Bennett loses six straight games, makes a change with this Wildcat offense, and it's helped in the past couple of weeks.
3: Yeah, Duncan's going to put a man in motion and shotgun. Now he takes the snap, going to hand to Drummy. Drummy goes straight up gut, and he is going to get across the thirty-five yard line out to the thirty-eight. And that's going to be about a four, maybe five yard pickup there.
4: Good to see number forty-three Zach Hampel
3: in on that tackle. He breaks down at linebacker, steads him upright. Looks like Duncan will check out and in will check number 15, Kent Carbaugh. Again, traditionally, he's handed it off one time, ran about four or five times. So traditionally, he's hit their wildcat option. Looks like the front will set up. And looks like as it's going to happen, the clock will come to an end. So not another snap here in the first quarter. But at the end of one, the Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals seven to nothing here at the Junk Be Gone game of the week. Let's take a break. Listen to one great sponsor. When we come back, second quarter action right here. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
7: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033 and let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown.
3: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, right here from Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Skeeter Shield Stadium is rocking here tonight on Senior Night. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. First quarter, really kind of clock management. Team got each team got a series. Farragan gets a start to a second series. So, uh, if this is the game that's played. Uh, again we'll, we'll just we'll work with it but limited possessions may be the name of the game
4: really enjoyed the play calling and that deceptive play by will Jones on the previous series that led to the price Davis touchdown that just shows you what he's capable of and how he plays all kinds of fits on those backers
3: yeah I think this is going to be a good stoppage in play as the team came to the sideline rebel coaching staff really went after it uh, talking to that defensive front and how to attack this wildcat slash keeper play Looks like Carball will be in shotgun as now Farragut will work right to left here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. They're going to actually hand it off. It's going to give it to Drummy, and looks like Carball is hitting himself for handing that one off. It's going to be no gain on the play. It's going to turn to third and about five.
4: Yeah, Olivet in on that. Covert in on that. Caleb Reeves in on that. All the guys were in on that one, Wayne.
3: Yeah, about a half second earlier, and one of those guys take the handoff. But Carbaugh, again, as he as he kind of extended out to the right-hand side, saw that it was green grass and just really kind of pumped his fist, knew, knew he had something that he gave up right there. But looks like it's going to be third and five upcoming, 11-25 to go here in the second quarter. Again, Rebels lead seven to nothing. Carbaugh's going to put 80 into motion. He is going to look to take the shotgun snap. He'll take it. Now he's going to hand it. He's going to hand it off. That's going to be to number two, Drummy, and he's going to get near the 40, maybe the 41. But he needed more than that. It's going to bring up fourth down again. It'll be fourth and it's going to be fourth and two again. Ball will sit at the Farragut 41-yard line.
4: Sam Young got in the backfield. He was ready to make the tackle. He misread the play there. Let the, let the running back go. Eventually taken down by number 24, Matthew Covert.
3: It looks like Farragut's not interested in punting this one away. And so they'll stay in there at offense, fourth and short. Last time I miscalled it, thought they were going for the hard count, and they run a play. Looks like back, ain't it quarterback for Farragut's going to be number five, Landis DeVias. DeVias is going to get free, and looks like there was a reason. Early start for the Farragut Admirals. That's going to back them up five yards. That may change the play call there, Ben. Might have been some movement by number 53, Roger McNear there on the, on the left side. Again, Landis DeVias is going to be the fourth quarterback that Farragut plays here in this early going. Uh, we've played about 14 minutes of football. They've played four quarterbacks. And like we said, Kent Carbaugh has zero
4: passing yards, and they've been running this style of offense the past couple of weeks. Nine rushes
3: for 79 yards coming into the ballgame. Looks like out of that, uh, that penalty play, they will bring in the pump formation. It'll be number 80, Brooks Burnett. Looks like deep will be Colton Faust. It's going to be Burnett getting away a nice kick. Faust is going to take it at his own 25-yard line, and he will be spun down. It looks like getting down there for, for Farragut's going to be number 15, Kent Carbaugh.
4: Heard footsteps, but maintain
3: composure there before number 15 takes Faust down. At the end of the first quarter, stats brought to you by Cadunza. Just quick there. It's going to be five total plays for 80 yards for the Red Rebels, one touchdown, 16 plays, 57 yards for Farragut. So efficiency on Maryville's side and really just stuttering on the Farragut side. But that's brought to you by Cadunza European Auto Service. Marvell will be back out on offense. Will Jones and shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to hold it, and he's going to pull it out. He's going to get it to Colton Faust. Colton Faust has a lot of room in front of him. He's going to get across the 45 near midfield, and a little deceptive play there as they'll actually give him the Farragut 48-yard line on a little play-action dump pass from Will Jones to, to Colton Faust.
4: Yeah, they bring the slot receiver in a drag towards the Marvell sidelines. Faust gets nothing but green grass over there by the Farragut sidelines. He starts marching down the field and has to be chased down by number 15, Kent Carball.
3: Looks like the 27-yard reception will be erased, a late flag called on the Red Rebels. It will be a hold back near the line of scrimmage, and it will back them up. So huge play there, and just a a, a miscue is going to take it away from us.
4: Just circle that one in the playbook. We might see it
3: again, Wayne. Under 10 to go here in the second quarter. Will Jones will step out to the hash to get the play from the sideline. Again, Rebels lead 7 to nothing. Farragut has had some success running the football, but ultimately 20-20, to 20, no real threat to score just yet. Rebels five plays to a touchdown on their opening possession here. What they're doing right now, their second possession here of the night. Number seven
4: for that Farragut defense, Jack Alley, 122 tackles coming in the ball game, 13 tackles for a loss, one sack and three forced fumbles. Uh, he's your gap guy,
3: Wayne. You got Broda and Bryce Thompson on the outside watching those sidelines. Looks like Gage Ledoux will check in at the running back position. They'll have a stack set to the left. They'll have looks like Britton Barrett out here to the right. They're going to look to throw it. They're going to get it to Colton Faust again, this time to the right-hand side, and it'll just be a couple-yard pickup. As they uh, they were looking for big yardage on this one too, just good defense on Farragut's side.
4: Good catch and concentration there by the freshman Faust. Number five Landis Devia breaks down and makes the tackle for Farragut.
3: One yard pickup on the play. It'll be second and nine. Again, a first first down penalty there. Uh, looks like it is gonna it's gonna help us in a little ways. Not a long uh, long yardage situation. All right. So here we go. It's going to be Will Jones with straight behind him. It's going to be – that is going to be Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux goes to the right-hand side, and he's going to try to pick his way forward. Nothing much doing. He's going to pick up about four yards. It'll be third and five. Runs
4: over number one, Robbie Jacobs, and then Landon Collins comes in as Gage
3: gets towards the Maryville sidelines to make the tackle. You know, I feel like defenders approach Gage Ledoux a little more tentative than most. Uh, as he was, he was working his hands, he could just, he could put his hands out and kind of hold the Farragut Admirals back because they didn't want to commit because of how shifty and mobile and, and powerful he is. But it looks like they're going to be faced with a, a little bit of third and long here uh, as they are going to try to make things happen. Looks like they're going to put Colton Faust into motion right to left. Now Will Jones will take the snap. He looks to roll the pocket to the right, flip back left. Eli Elkins with the catch, and he is going to get back near the line of scrimmage. A lot of, lot of action there uh, and a lot of playing. Not a lot of yardage. It's going to actually lose a couple, and it'll set up fourth down. Yeah, the previous two plays, they passed
4: that ball to Colton Faust. This time he turns around, goes to Elkins. Jack Alley was not fooled. He was right there on his coverage
3: assignment, makes the tackle for the Farragut Admirals. I will say give give this offensive staff a lot of credit as that's a, that's a tough play for a young player, and I thought Will executed well, just good, well defended, let's just say. But that's going to be a defensive stop for Farragut. Now Hudson Jamerson will look to punt this one away. Good snap. He'll spin this one down. It's going to take a Marival bounce inside the Farragut 40 and rolling. They'll get inside the 35, continue to roll. Looks like it'll come to rest at the Farragut 33-yard line. That's where they'll take over first and 10. So nice flip of field there by Hudson Jamerson. Nice punt, but maybe the best field position for Farragut starting out all night.
4: Gets over that 50-yard line, has some of that wicked English on it, and goes in Marable's favor down near the 35.
3: Yeah, and I think right now, you know, if you watched a couple weeks ago, Farragut and Jefferson County on the Thursday night game, Farragut has a really good first quarter and then some. Uh, Then ultimately they're going to kind of continue to rinse and repeat what they've done there, and then your defense can continue to adjust. So I think we're weathering the storm right now. Going to look to get right here in the second quarter. Looks like possibly Duncan in there at quarterback. He's gonna put he's gonna put DeVia into motion. Now he's gonna to hand to Drummy. Drummy's gonna to try to go off right guard and not much there. He's gonna pick up a couple. They're gonna say three-yard pickup there on first down. It'll be second and seven. Leading
4: tackler, number 24, Matthew Covert in on the tackle. Short gain by the Admirals.
3: 7-16 to go here in the second quarter. Again, Rebels lead seven to nothing here on senior night at Skeeter Shield Stadium at Maryville High School.
4: Cobert coming in tonight with 83 tackles, one tackle
3: for loss. If you're just joining us, again, Rebels score on their opening possession. Not a ton of possessions, a lot of running plays here for for both teams. They're going to hand it to Drummy again. He's going to go right side, tries to push the pile ahead forward. They'll give him the 40-yard line and no more, and it'll set up a third and three. Good blocking up front there
4: by the Admirals to get that additional yardage. Number 11, Hunter Olivet, had to break down towards the edge to get that tackle on the 40-yard line.
3: Yeah, Cam Duncan will be back into this football game, probably the maybe the most snaps in a row by any quarterback so far tonight. They've been rotating those guys in and out. Four different quarterbacks tonight for the Admirals so far. Duncan will stay in shotgun. He's going to play action to Drummy now, and he's going to look to throw it. He'll get it to number 80, and he is going to be short of the line to gain. They're going to call it a two-yard pickup when you need it. three. It'll be fourth and one from the Farragut 42-yard line.
4: Quick out route short of the first down there. Number 12, Hutton Jones makes the tackle, the senior.
3: Yeah, that's going to be number 80, Brooks Burnett. He's a tight end by trade, also the punter for this Farragut team. Looks like, as as customary so far, Farragut goes for it on fourth and short. No matter where they're at, under under six to play here, and looks like looks like Duncan will stay in at quarterback. He'll take the snap. Now he's going to pull it down. He's going to go ahead forward. Needed the 43. I'm going to say he got the 44. It's going to be a first down by the Admirals. Nice push up front there to just get the short yardage. Got the
4: push there on that left side. Number 11, Hunter Olivet, had to break over to that side and create the tackle for the Red Rebels, but they gained the first down.
3: Yeah, that's, that's gaining momentum for the Admirals, and looks like Duncan's going to quickly break his small huddle, get him to the line of scrimmage. He'll stay in shotgun. Looks like DeVia just gets set. Now they're going to look to the sideline. They're going to look to the sideline, maybe change the play. He'll check it at the line of scrimmage. He's going to check back into shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He's going to look to hand it off to Drummy. Drummy's going to go right or left side, and he's going to get maybe three yards on the run, and he just falls across some Red Rebels to pick up that extra yard.
4: Crazy Yates, Jack Carter just rips off his block there, makes a nice tackle for the Red Rebels. Short game.
3: You know, Drummy's not a huge guy. He is, He's 5'11", 190 pounds, uh, but he, he kind of has a nice lean to him and knows how to run the football, finds a seam. Having a pretty good season, 168 runs, 852 yards, and eight touchdowns on the season for the Admiral. Nearing four and a half to play here in the first half, a quick-moving first half. Rebels lead seven to nothing. Looks like Duncan's going to hand it to Drummy again. He's going to go right side. He's going to be stood up at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to fall ahead forward, maybe a half yard. They'll give him a whole one. It'll be third and six.
4: Matthew Covert gets credit for the tackle, but number 43, Zach Hample, When pushing up the middle of the field there, had a lot of holding going on in his right shoulder pad there, but he created the opening there for Coburn.
3: Third and six. Need to keep them beyond that short yardage just to force a punt. Uh, The way this game is playing, uh, it's just you're going to have limited possessions. You'd like to have two back-to-back here at the end, as they call it, the middle eight. Duncan's going to take that shotgun snap. He'll hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to find a seam for a moment and it'll quickly close. But looks like he's going to be short of the line to gain. But he will pick up necessary six. And he'll pick up five of them. It'll be fourth and one.
4: Heading up the middle of the field there, number 43, Zach Hample in on the tackle.
3: Trying to see. They either they either want to measure this thing. I'm sure he's looking kind of at the wrong side. And looks like we're going to measure this one. So let's jump down to Chris Hibbs. Chris, uh, what are you seeing down there on the sideline? A lot of success Farragut's having on this uh, on this quarterback keeper Wildcat.
8: Yeah, fellas, I mean, it's just a uh, standard play, you know, as you can tell. But, you know, it's just causing a lot of chaos because we're trying to over-pursue a little bit on the edges. I think uh, trying to get upfield a little bit to try to stop it, and we're just getting beat on the counter. But, I mean, uh, let's say whether they've ran, like, 20 plays and they've only gained, like, 20 yards I think out of it so you know I think the defense is okay with just giving up these minimal gains.
3: absolutely it looks like with the measurement they're going to be short but but Ben what, what do you do here it's going to be a fourth and short again Farragut continues to test how, how much pressure do you look to send here to try to close that up
4: uh, going into this quarter they were two for two on fourth down they're going to go
3: They quickly break a huddle. Yeah, offense still on the field. It's going to be inside Rebel territory. It'll be down at the Rebel 47-yard line. They need the 46 to get the first down. That
4: right there is a Newport Nuke short of a first down.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Looks like he's a false start, but no call. And they're going to get it to Drummy. Drummy will get the line to gain, and he will get inside the the Maryville 45-yard line down to the 42. And Drummy just found, it, found a place on the left side and then just got wide.
4: Yeah, they packed the box and attacked the middle of the field there. Drummy able to get to the outside. Number 53, Alex Boyd in there on the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: Under three and a half to play here in the first half, 3-14 to be exact. Rebels lead seven to nothing, but Farragut chipping away, clawing their way to hopefully get on the scoreboard here in the first half. Gonna be Duncan in shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He's gonna hand it to Drummy. Drummy's gonna go right side. He's gonna go off tackle, and he's gonna pick up nice yardage. He's gonna pick up about eight there on first down. It'll bring up second short.
4: Counter play towards the
3: Farragut sidelines. Gets in between the hash marks. Matthew Covert has to make the tackle. Tackle to tackle. The Farragut Admirals putting some hands on people. Uh, really, really kind of moving some bodies right now, creating some seams for this little little shifty running back they bring to the bring to the skeeter. Two and a half minutes to play in the half. Again, Farragut on the Maryville side of the 50. They're on the 34-yard line. It's going to be Duncan's going to take the snap, hands it to Drummy, and he's going to trip up on, uh, as Ben calls it, a turf burr, and he's going to get down inside the 35, down to the 33. There you
4: go. I love it, Wayne. Number 10, Nolan White there in on the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: Yeah, and just, just steady as you go right here. It looks like Drummy is the, he's the star of the show right now. Looks like they've settled in a little bit with number six, Cam Duncan and just uh, letting him navigate this thing.
4: Well, Coach Courtney saw the scouting report. He knows Maribel his own time of possession, 27 to 20 with their their opponents on average. In that Alcoa game, we had 25 minutes. Alcoa's 22, 32 minutes to Cleveland's 15.
3: Yeah, looks like they're going to have two backers in in this one. Duncan will take the snap. It's going to be back to Drummy. Drummy's going to get left. He's going to get free. He's going to get the first down and more. He's going to get inside the Rebel 15-yard line, inside the 10, and they're going to say down to the 9-yard line. Drummy kind of cut to the hash and then back to the middle, and there was a lot of green grass in front of him. Good job by the Rebels tracking him down.
4: Yeah, Drummy slicing and dicing in between the hash marks there. Number 12, Hutton-Jones, the senior, comes back from his zone area, makes that tackle. Good job by
3: number 12. Yeah, absolutely, and looks like they'll quickly get back to the line of scrimmage to make things happen. Uh, Score of interest, Science Hill and Dobbins-Bennett knotted up at seven apiece, probably early in that one. They're going to have it. Landis DeVias is going to come in at Wildcat. He's going to run straight ahead forward and not the same – not the same result there. He's just going to pick up short yardage. It'll be second, second and goal from uh, inside the eight.
4: Stop, choppy Burr, buddy. Number 44 there in on the tackle. That's Dinner Bell, Jonah Arms.
3: And looks like Maryville's going to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. Elite Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. But with a minute three to go here in the second quarter, Rebels lead seven to nothing over Farragut. We'll be right back. Denso loves to cheer on
5: their team and now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareerscom slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Marival and start crafting your future today.
3: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM here live from Shield Stadium at Marival High School. Rebels lead 7 to nothing over the Farragut Admirals. Farragut with the football. Uh, currently trailing the Rebel 7-0, looking to change that. They've got a second and goal from the Rebel 8-yard line. I think it's going to be a pass play here, Wayne. Number 15's in. Now, Carbaugh is in the football game. Uh, unlikely would be my, my response. Carbaugh's going to put Drummy into motion and he is going to hand it. No, he's going to keep it. Goes to the right-hand side, a little inside out, and he's going to get down near the 5-yard line. They'll say the 6 is where he'll stop. Be a two-yard pick up there on, on that second down. Be third and goal. Does a
4: good job on that play fake to the left side. Keeps it. Goes to the right. Number 11, Hunter Olivet
3: and company in on the tackle. Yeah, uh, again, he is a guy that, that's ran the football a ton. And so even when he, he play action, he did a good job because I thought he actually handed it off, but did not uh, and tried to make his way down to the goal line. Like I said, stopped at the six. Maryville's going to take another time out. I think they want a shot at it uh, to end the first half again trying to win the middle eight. You know, a lot of people talk about that, but it truly is an uncharted time, right? You need to win the last four minutes of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half. I think it really sets the tone for how you go into the halftime and how you talk, and then I think it sets the tone for how the second second 24 minutes are going to be played. Yeah,
4: it definitely determines who's going to control the momentum of the game.
3: Yeah, and ultimately, you know, you'd like to – Maryville has been known over the years to kind of – kind of control this last possession of the first half first possession of the second half and then ultimately get too many scores ahead to be caught and so we'll see if that that happens here it will be third and goal from the six yard line going in for the Farragut Admirals Rebels i wanting to get another shot at it I feel like if they get this stop there will be a field goal attempt Let's not
4: forget, opponents
3: are 19-64 on third down against this Red Rebel defense. Number five, Landis DeVia will come in at the, the Wildcat quarterback. He'll pull it down immediately, grab it. He's going to push his way toward the end zone. They're going to say he is going to fall and be short, and they will say down at the two-yard line. Rebels are going to get that last time out in there. It's going to be fourth and goal. 19-65 now. Number 43, Zach Hampel in on the tackle. 47.7 seconds to go in this first half. It will be fourth and goal. But as as a th- fourth and short hasn't been scary for Coach Courtney at this point. Uh, it's at the goal line, so again, a lot less ground to cover. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't go here. I think House Money, this is his Super Bowl, I'm trying to come in here and shot.
4: Yeah, we talked about them coming into the second quarter. They were perfect on the two fourth down conversions that they've had. They just stack all that beef up. They put they put the slot receiver into motion. They stack it heavy on one side, and then they just get that push
3: on that side. It's just beyond an extra point marking, Ben. I you know, we'll see what they come out there in, but I expect the offense to come back out after this timeout. Yeah, and I'm
4: curious who they bring in at quarterback. Are they going to go with Collins or are they going to go with Carball? Or DeVia
3: or, De or Duncan. Or a new guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm, there's other people on this team. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's funny because only two of them are listed as quarterback, but four quarterbacks have played in the first half. Again, if you're just joining us, 7 to nothing, Maryville over Farragut. Scores of interest. Science Hill Dobbins Bennett tied at 7. I'm assuming a second-quarter score.
4: Well, we talked about it. You know, they, they won the first ball game against Dobbins Bennett, won that first game against the 10th-ranked Pal. They go through a stretch of six consecutive losses. And at that Jeff County game, they made that change because Cam Duncan had already committed eight interceptions. So they decided that, you know, he's pretty good out there in the perimeter. Um, you can make those passes out the perimeter and maybe get some pretty positive yardage. But they found out that Kent Carbaugh runs a very good play fake, yeah. and so does Landon Collins. So it's worked well for Coach Courtney in the and, latter part of the season.
3: And Landis DeVias and other kids. <laughs> uh, but looks like Coach Hunt is going to make a case and win to add two and a half seconds back to the clock. There will be 50 seconds to play here in the first half as the timeout breaks. Both teams out at the football. Looks like Farragut will be uh, in a small huddle, and the faithful will rise to try to help these guys push back the Admirals. They're going to stack this this offensive and defensive lineup quick, and it looks like the white hat is talking with Coach Derek Hunt. Not sure if he expects more or what the look is. It's going to kind of stale up the uh, kind of the line there, so we'll see what Farragut does. They're going to get their their guys back in a huddle. I think they're just trying to get the clock right right now. It's a big play right here, Ben. Got to get the stop. I think if you get the stop, you've got 50 seconds to go, 98 yards. But at the end of the day, I like who we've got with the opportunity to do that. Right. I think the goal right here, you just want to make the stop, get into, get into the locker room. We'll see. We'll see. 50.5 seconds is the is sold right there on the scoreboard, the Denzo scoreboard. Looks like the white hat will set this one out. They'll, they'll break the huddle. And looks like in their quarterback, that's going to be Landis DeVias. Uh, he's a wide receiver, free safety, and Wildcat quarterback. And it looks like I think they're going to move.
4: A lot, think, of finger, lot of finger pointing going on. You know, was it
3: the jump by number eight, Bryce Thompson? Yeah. And it will be a false start against the Farragut Admirals. so a fourth and goal from the two is now a fourth and goal from the seven. Yeah, it looked like number eight Bryce Thompson goes into motion and jumps right there at the line of scrimmage. That will change the play call, or at least change the quarterback. Looks like Noah Haig is going to check into the game. That would effectively be the fifth quarterback. Noah Haig, number 16. He's 5'9", 155-pound sophomore. But looks like he's in there as a holder right here. Looks like on for the, the – Field goal attempt will be number 37, I believe. That is going to be Ryan McHugh, 5'8", 155-pound sophomore. Three of five on the season. Going to be kind of on the left hash mark, and it is going to be a kick up spinning and good. So Farragut has broken the seal in this one, and they got on the board. 7-3, to three, still in favor of the Red Rebels. I think that's a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop, man. You held them out of the end zone in what was short yardage. They were real successful there, so you got to be happy there.
4: Absolutely. In the previous series, in, in the previous drives, they've been able to get that yardage and get those first downs two or three yards short. So Big job for our defense there to make that stop. Let's
3: take us a quick break. Rebels will go back on offense after the break, see if we do anything with it headed to the half. But with 47.7 seconds to go till the half, Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 7-3. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20
10: years. El Jimidor Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimidor Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime open sunday through thursday till 10 friday and saturday until 10 30 your fiesta awaits at el jimador mexican grill 1705 east lamar alexander parkway in maryville call 865-681-6040 el jimador mexican grill a proud sponsor of blunt county sports hey
8: going down till the sun comes up
3: Welcome back to Maryville High School Skeeter Shield Stadium for the Junk Be Gone game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Matts. Farragut does get on the board here in the first half. A field goal by McHugh makes it 7-3 in favor of the Red Rebels. Looks like they will kick this one away and it will be kind of a spinning squib. Will be returnable from the 10 and it'll get up field. That's going to be Jackson Llewellyn. Jackson's going to get across the 25 out to the 26 yard line and the Rebels will bring out the offense with 41.9 seconds to play in the first half. Tries
4: to get to the Marable sidelines there. Number 34, David Broda in on the tackle.
3: Will Jones and company will come out. They will have Zeke McCoy. Looks like Colton Faust to the high side. And they'll have Britton Barrett here close. Bryce Davis will be to the right hip pocket of, of Will Jones. Looks like at this point, Farragut's not playing the deep zone, not trying to control the outsides. Looks like Will's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have three receivers to the left, one to the right. Have Eli Elkins checked out there. A little two-step drop. They're going to try to get it to the elk. They do get it in the middle of the field, and he's going to get ahead forward to the 38-yard line. That's going to be a first down. A Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice pass to Eli Elkins on the post route. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Will's going to take that shotgun snap. A little two-step. Now he's going to try to get it out wide, and he is going to intend the pass for Britton Barrett. And he is going to get chopped and pushed out of bounds well before the ball. Got there, but no call. 26.8 seconds to go in the half. Out route near that
4: 50-yard line. Robbie Jacobs for the Admirals in on the coverage. He was all over him. The faithful wanted a flag there, Wayno.
3: Confidence in those throws there for Will Jones. But, yeah, flag needed. Flag not gotten there for the Red Rebels. Will Jones will have two receivers to the left, two to the right. And looks like you're going to have some speed in there at the high side. Will Jones steps back into shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to play action. Now he's going to look to throw it. He's going to get it to Zeke McCoy in and out of his hands and nearly picked off. Farragut had their hands on it, fell to the turf. Yeah, Aaron,
4: throw high to the receiver. Zane Karishi-Smith almost got a gift there for the Farragut Admirals.
3: It is going to be Will Jones in here, a third and ten after two incompletions. He'll clean his hands. He's going to have three receivers to the left-hand side, one to the right. Britton Barrett will stand on the number forty here on the Maryville side of the 50. That previous drive was 15 plays, 60 yards, 6 minutes, 45 seconds. They're going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Price Davis will be to Will's right hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to go across the middle. Britton Barrett will have the football. He's going to get off the first defender, and he'll be inside admiral territory down to the 34-yard line. And I think we're going to try to clock it here. Will's going to get up to McGlamery, get under center, and he's going to spike it.
4: Nice 15-yard post route by Britton Barrett. Will Jones hits him on the number. Good throw
3: and catch by the Red Rebels. Clock continues to move. Uh, necessary seconds go off the clock, and Coach Hunt's tore up about it, as he should be. 9.1 what's showing, trying to get a little bit added. They're not going to take it. 7-3 is the score. Rebels trying to, to sneak a little bit, snatch a little bit here at the end of the first half. Ball is on the Farragut 34-yard line. Uh, I would expect anything here either has to go to the end zone or has to go to the sideline to possibly get a field goal attempt. You're correct. Will Jones will be in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Well, the outermost receivers, Britton Barrett and Zeke McCoy. I'd watch them. Jamerson's got a 35 long on the season. Will Jones will step back into shotgun. He takes the snap. A little three-step. He's going to look to get it out wide. It's going to be Eli Elkins in and out of the hands of the elk. And it looks like we're going to have to test that long, Ben, as with 5.1 seconds to go. Well, you caught it, Wayne. That pass was designed for the sidelines there. Jack Alley
4: on the coverage, and he was right there in his back hip pocket. Good coverage by number seven for the Admirals.
3: And Hudson Jamerson will be on. The ball is at the 34, so we're talking about a seeing where it's a 51-yard attempt. But if you saw the climb on last week's game winner, I think it's got a chance, Ben. No wind here at Skeeter Shield Stadium, so it's all leg to try to see if you can hit Jeff Weaver's house on Cedar Street. Jamerson's going to cue it up. It'll be close to the right hash. Beyblade's is going to hold it. The kick is up, spinning, and it is going to go left, and it is going to go no good. Uh, just a bit short, but Ben uh liked the attempt, like going for it, and really like pushing the aggression at Farragut as they tried to do in the first half. But clock will hit zeros, and the Denzo scoreboard will read your Rebels seven and Farragut three. Twenty-four in the books, twenty-four to go. Let's take a break. Listen to a few sponsors when we come back. The Barnett Roofing Halftime Show as the Rebels lead seven to three. You're listening on Rebel Radio, ninety-five point seven, Duke FM.
6: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to The Huddleston Law Firm. LawFirm.com Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business.
3: Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on.
11: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Mariville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865 983 1621. Monday through Friday, 7 30 till 5. Saturday, 7 30 till noon. Closed Sunday. Stevenson Tire.
4: Let's just do it,
0: okay? Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. One, two, three. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. This should be good.
3: And welcome in to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As 7-3 is what the Denzo scoreboard reads, but Mr. Metz, what a first half. Just really a tussle with the Admirals. Both teams trying to hold time of possession. Rebels really stopping themselves early in the in the ballgame. Uh, had an opportunity there with a penalty after a, a big gainer there. But just really... Uh, wanting to get some of that back, some of that momentum. Unable to convert here at the end of the first half. I think as as Coach Hunt left the football field, made his point known to the head official that the clock management, by his, his button pushing, didn't work.
4: Definitely frustrated with that at the end of the half there. But how about the defense, Wayne? On that 15-play, 60 yards, 6-minute, 6 45-second drive, they stop Farragut from what they've been able to do throughout the first half is make that short yardage, get that touchdown. They force Farragut McClure to kick a field goal 7-3 to three going into half.
3: Yeah, and, and the first half stats brought to you by Cadunza European Auto Service uh, really tells the tale of the tape, if you will, uh, just about what each team has brought to this matchup to try to emphasize or to take away from the other one. Uh, if you look at it, Farragut has 29 rushing plays, 115 yards, Mariville four for 62 yards, uh, 49 long there by Will Jones, the quarterback keeper. 70 yards through the air for Mariville 7 of 11 passing for a total of 15 plays for 132. Farragut, they've only thrown the ball three times, 10 yards on those attempts, 32 total plays, 125. So the Admirals twice as many plays on, on the night but uh, less than half as many points. So you've got to be happy from that standpoint that really you didn't possess the football very much in that first half but still had an opportunity to take a lead to the half, but really defensively got to get off the field on, on third and fourth and short. Yeah, three of three on fourth down conversions
4: for the Farragut Admirals. We talked about them being 2-2 two of two going into the second quarter. Uh, that's a huge stat that the coaches will focus on in the locker room.
3: Yeah, talk about uh, kind of first-half stats individually, really spreading it around for for, for Maryville and, and mostly for Farragut, but running game. All-Wyatt drumming, 19 touches, 82 yards. Kent Carbaugh is the quarterback keeper. has got four for 19. Everybody else, two or less carries. Uh, look at the, the Red Rebels. Will Jones leads the, the rushing category. One carry, 49 yards on that keeper. Price Davis has two for 11 and a touchdown. Gage will do one carry for two yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, Landis DeVias and Bur- Brooks Burnett both with one catch. DeVias with eight yards. Burnett with two yards, so not much there. Uh, for the Admirals. Receiving for the Red Rebels, Britton Barrett leads the yardage with one catch, 28 yards. Price Davis, one for 13. Elkins, two for 11. Faust, two for 11. And Casey Cobble, one for seven. Well, we talked about this offense for Farragut and it causing fits on the mariville Red
4: Rebels. Time of possession, 521 for maribel Those low stat numbers that we talked about with Price and some of the other guys, it's because they're not on the field, Wayne. They're executing when they're on the field. You saw that in the last drive. But Farragut's doing a really good job offensively of keeping the offense on the sidelines.
3: Yeah, I would argue the clock and penalties have stopped us more than the Farragut Admirals in the first 24 minutes. And I think that's going to be a point of emphasis at the half. We'll hear from Coach Hunt coming out of the half. But as uh, as Chris is looking down there trying to talk to Mr. Jeff Weaver, uh, Chris, looks like Coach Hunt wasn't happy headed into the half, wanted to let the head official know that. But what do you think about the first 24 minutes?
8: Yeah, fellas, I mean, he was uh, let him know that he didn't – I didn't like the clock management. I think there's a couple of times where the ball was incomplete. The clock ran for a couple two to three seconds after the ball already hit the ground. Just trying to make sure he, the coach or the refs understand, you know, there's some time wasting there. Second half though, I mean, to me, we got to blitz a little bit more. We got to bring those safeties into the box. We got to stack the box. Uh, I think you said it best. There's only been one pass play from Farragut so far. It was a five yard out route. Um, you know, no real threat right now that they're going to do anything in the air. So, Defensively, I say, you know, bring it in, bring an extra guy down to the box, bring your safety down. On the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I think you said it best a while ago, too, just the clock possession is the only thing that really hurt us. I mean, we just haven't had enough time to let our offense get in a rhythm. I think, uh, especially coming out of the second half right here, I can see it's putting up a touchdown really quick.
3: Yeah, I think, I think you're going to want to set the tone. But, Chris, we'll come back to you after uh, uh, toward the tail end of the half. Uh, but, but Ben, I think he points to, to some good things. I think it's going to be a momentum shift coming out of the half. you got to announce, like, this ain't going to happen like this for the second 24. you got to come out, do your thing, score here at senior night. And really, I don't want to say put it out early, but I think a, a score here, 14 points with the way, I think adjustments are going to be made. I think it could put Farragut in a little bit of a pickle early.
4: Yeah, and I think Hippie made a good call earlier in the first half about how we're pressing on the edge there, and Drummy and Kent Carbaugh are seeing that, and they're trying to execute in between the tackles, and they're getting by that first level, getting to that second level. I thought that was a good point in the first half there.
3: Yeah, absolutely, but uh, let's look at some scores from around the area. The one that I know that it's at the half right now is the Science Hill Dobbins-Bennett. Again, if we win here tonight, we're going to play the winner of that football game right now knotted up at seven apiece at the half what else is going on around the area
4: so another game of interest for us the Hardin Valley at Cleveland that a second quarter score Hardin Valley three Cleveland 22 then Greenville Elizabethan that's a big game Wayne first quarter score Greenville 13 Elizabethan seven
3: yeah both those teams undefeated on the season
4: William Blunt playing Jeff County over in the other region and it's 0-14. Jeff County has the lead there. And Heritage at Clinton, it's 7-21 Clinton in the second quarter.
3: Yeah, Cleveland and Hardin Valley, that's another game that we're watching in area. 22-3 there uh, really in Cleveland's favor. The William Blunt-Jefferson uh, County game, uh, Morristown East losing last night, effectively eliminated their playoff hopes. That's that's, tough, that's a tough pill to swallow, a 6-3 and three football team that doesn't make the playoffs. So you, you're not exactly happy about that. I just hope that they they finish up strong here. Been a great year. Uh, some some William Blunt alumni say this has been one of the best years in in 10, 15 years. So I think it's a lot that Coach Reeves is bringing to the table to build on. But just this year didn't didn't amount to a postseason berth.
4: Yeah, Coach Reeves did an excellent job this year. I think they went a very long period of time. What is it? Two seasons, Wayne? They went without a victory. We're close to that yeah. and able able to completely turn the tables and win more than fifty percent of their games in six in, in this region.
3: Yeah, it's a, huge, it's a huge feat, and like I said, bringing in a guy that understands William Blunt I think has proven to be a good thing. So, yeah, looking for that. But a lot of games did go final last night. Uh, the one I'll speak on is the Bradley Central Bearden game. It was the region championship here for region 2-6A. Uh, Bradley Central really the class of 6A, at least on this side of the state right now, 46-14 to 14 over the Bearden Bulldogs on the rivalry Thursday broadcast. So we got to see Boo Carter again. They rocked uh, all black uniforms. Uh, Coach Heupel was there, but ultimately the performance on the field for the Bears was, was pretty electric as well.
4: Yeah, boot Carter had a good game. Caleb Martin had a good game. Uh, also in the area, Alcoa and Kingston played. Alcoa won 42-7 at home. Um, Oliver Springs and Greenback. Oliver Springs 30, Greenback 14.
3: Yeah, and Alcoa by, with that victory, that was a region championship game as well. Kingston came into the matchup 7-2. Uh, they left 7-3, but they were undefeated in the region, and so they got the victory there over Kingston and won the championship. But let's take us a break, uh, listen to our fine sponsors. This is the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. When we come back, we're going to recognize all of our seniors that were recognized here tonight, the band members, the dance team, uh, the cheerleaders, and the football seniors here tonight at Shield Stadium. But at the half, Rebels lead over Farragut, 7-3. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7. Duke FM.
12: Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello friends from Twin City Certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified, in Mirable. It's the quality you deserve.
1: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, The right home with the right price.
5: You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, and backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
0: From the HEP Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville. 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football.
3: And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, where your Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 7-3 here on Senior Night. Been, uh, The Marching Red Rebels down here doing a great job. As always, when we're at home, when we get a chance, let's give the fans at home a few minutes of the Marching Red Rebels. We'll kick it to the Red Rebels. What, what a performance. Uh, one of their slower sets here tonight. Uh, but what uh, what what dynamics, and what I mean when I say dynamics, the highs and the lows, the, the loud and the soft, uh, that's a huge part of being a musician. Anybody can blow through and make a noise. But I think how how loud, how soft, how you can do that on the move and how you can still do it as a group, that's a huge part of marching, man. That's that's pretty sweet what
2: they can do right there.
4: And how about that band member coming out there by the 20-yard line and bolting towards the middle of the field near the 50? He jukes and jumps to the stage, man. I tell you what, what a play by that band member. These guys really put the effort out there tonight, Wayne. So
3: I was just happy that our mics were muted because I was trying to find a jersey. I was like, get that kid a jersey. Uh, We need to make things happen. But you know what? It's amazing what they do, Uh, really, uh, (laughs) you you know, how they they prepare. And then really how important that was to him. He wanted to get back there because they were about to turn face the opposing side, and they needed to have a drum major back there, so that was that was amazing right there.
4: Well, we talk about the endless hours over the summer in the heat practicing steps and songs over and over again, and then the support from the parents, the support from the administration, it all coming into uh, what you're seeing here tonight by these young students. Great yeah, job.
3: Yeah, couldn't agree more. We're going to recognize just call out the names of our seniors here tonight, the dance team seniors. Uh, there's going to be three of those. There's going to be uh, or sorry two of those Brooklyn Norris and Taylor Bate uh, so both of those senior dance members I want to recognize them here tonight and then our senior band members uh, there's going to be a, a, a lot of those so just give, me a, just give me a second there is going to be Sarah Arendelle, uh, there's going to be Dylan Bryant, Ethan Cheatwood Eli Deshaw Nate Gibson CJ Gupton Ashton James, Daniel LeBlanc, Jack Marlowe, Caitlin Moorfield, Logan Moster, Kevin Nee, Nathan Parton, Clara Pike, Hayden Pipkins, Henry Prophet, Micah Purvis, Patrick Quay, and then Jordan Robbins. So again, on this field right now are those seniors playing for for maybe the last time? Hopefully not the last time, but but definitely the last senior night here for the Red Rebels. And what a great performance
4: they put on tonight. I know this means a lot to them playing in front of your home crowd for the last time on senior night, so great job by those young kids.
3: Yeah, couldn't agree more. They're actually going to be recognized here at Skeeter Shield Stadium right now post their their performance, so they're probably going to be winded and sweaty, but recognized none the least. Uh, Now we'll jump to our senior athletic trainers. There's going to be three of those. It's going to be Caitlin Bright. Kenley Fry and Mika McCabe. That's going to be our three senior athletic trainers. They have a huge role on game day, keeping our guys hydrated, keeping them taken care of, and when they go down, going stretching them out, and making sure uh, there's no there's no terrible injury there.
4: I can tell you because I've done that water hydration specialist position, and when you've got offensive linemen down there in the heat that are just struggling to not cramp, it's so important to be to have that role on a football team. Is
3: that what they call it? The farther you go up, water hydration specialist. At the Little Ribs, they call it Water dead. Well, you need to be promoted, buddy. <laughs> anyway, but uh, now let's recognize the Maryville High School football seniors. There's a lot of these guys here, a lot of them that put in a ton of work through the week and here on game day to make this Rebel football team move the way it does. So we'll start. We'll do numerical. Uh, number two, Charlie Manu, wide receiver, defensive back. Zeke McCoy, wide receiver, defensive back and punter. Uh, Gage Ledoux, running back. Uh, Wyatt Haas, linebacker. Sam Young, linebacker. Hunter Olivet, number 11. He's going to be a a linebacker. Number 12, Hutton Jones, defensive back. Number 29, Cody Barton. He's a wide receiver, defensive back. Number 35, Caleb Reeves, linebacker. Number 38, Dylan Mills. He's a defensive back. Casey Gillis, number 40. He's a linebacker. Royal Curtis, number 41. He's going to be a defensive back mainly, but we'll run in at – running back from time to time number 42 evan griffith defensive back number 46 wins the all name team bladen sauls Uh, number 46 number 47 will be braden heron number 48 carter cooper number 49 braylon hall number 60 luke roberts he's going to start our lineman here number 70 owen steffes offensive line Bryce Goins, number 76, offensive and defensive line, somewhat. Uh, Logan McGlamory, number 77, the center. Number 78, Blake Heckman, 6'6", 295 pounds, a big man, uh, if I should say so myself. Levi French, number 82, will be wide receiver, defensive back. Number 86, Eli Elkins, tight end, H-back, 6'4", 235, big man. Number 88, Jack Carter, number 96, Cooper Roberts, and number 99, Lucas Garman, defensive lineman. So many great
4: players that you just announced there, Wayne. Just to name a few there center, right guard to right tackle, Blake Heckman, Logan McGlamory, backfields, Cal Grubbs does a great job. Owen is sitting there anchoring that old line, so that whole right side has played great this season. You talked about Charlie Manu. How about him on special teams, two receptions for 84 yards, two touchdowns against Hardin Valley. He had that nice post-corner catch from Will Jones. Gage Ledoux, number two on the single-game rushing, li- rushing record list in a game, 266 yards. Uh, so just a lot of good football players. They've played excellent. We've had the honor of calling them.
3: Uh, out the last couple of years. Yeah, and I think you look at it, there's a lot of mariville men on this list. You know, you talk about Jack Carter. He's a guy that, that checked in, played a ton of minutes last year, I think, uh, but ultimately came in as a starter here in year number year number four in the program, senior year, your final take at it. Uh, but then you you made a, a good mention. I think it's great to talk about Bryce Goins, Logan McGamery, Blake Heckman, uh, and then Owen Steffes and Luke Roberts. That offensive and defensive line, in a lot of ways, uh you know, I think if you've watched the, the videos that Maryville High School puts on social media, uh it's it's an un I don't want to say unheralded, but it's like an un underappreciated position group. Let's just put it that way. And but I think ultimately what makes this thing tick, what allows Will Jones to have time to throw it, what opens holes for Gage Ledoux to break uh single game records, what opens things for, for wide receivers to get free comes from that offensive line it's a good snap it's a good hold it's a good uh, long snap for the kick that that won the game last week all of those things start in the trenches and for years and years coach waters uh, and staff they really do a good job making sure those guys are on point ready to go uh, each and every week well said And you know I can't
4: we can't leave without talking about number 12 Hutton Jones remember at the beginning of the season coach Hunt talked about losing 10 players on defense Hutton Jones comes back as a leader of that defense, and he, and Royal Curtis has been right there, anchoring that other cornerback position, bringing up those young guys and Nolan White and Andrew Smith. Great job by Hutton this season.
3: Uh, really look forward to what he has to accomplish after after high school. Yeah, and I, being the lone returning starter, never blinked at that, was a leader all the way through this season. We'll continue to do that into the playoffs. But, yeah, Hutton-Jones a great one. And then Gage Ledoux, talk about getting injured at Heritage, really thought your senior season may be done for, and then just really going to work on the rehab, going to work, uh, healing up, doing what the doctors told you to do, and just in traditional Gage Ledoux, Hulk of a guy kind of fashion – it is going to be – he's going to get back early, so I think that's great. But looks like Mr. Hips is walking out to get a get a note or get a minute with our head football coach. So we're going to go to the the interview brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville. Again, the halftime words from the coach. Hey, guys,
8: down here with Coach Hunt. Uh, coach Hunt, very uh, good on in the clock right now. Uh, a lot of yards, but, you know, no, not really nothing to show for it. Uh, offensively, I feel like we just had a lot of great drives. Just unfortunately, time ran out on us there at the end. Uh, what are you looking for them in the second half on both sides of the ball?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Farragut's obviously their game plan is to is to maintain the ball, you know, um, burn the clock, but yeah, and they're doing a good job of it right now. We've got to get off the field on defense, and then offensively we've got <laughs> know, to right? make the most of the opportunities we get because we haven't gotten many. Um, I think we've ran 10 plays on offense in the first half, which is crazy. So the time of possession – Swayed their way, and we get the ball right here. Um, offensively, we need to capitalize on it. All right,
3: guys, you heard it first. Thank you, Coach. You know, I think Coach Hunt's a man about the business, and uh, he just said it right there. You got to get the football. Got to make the most of your your opportunities, and when when some breaks go your way, you got to you got to make take advantage of that so I think he he knows what has to happen here in the second half and and like I said confidence because he said I think we're about to go score right here.
4: Well the nice thing for the defensive coordinator with this problem is when Kent Clabo comes in anybody outside of Cam Duncan comes in in that backfield you know it's going to be a run so there there was some scheming going on I'm sure in the locker room how to attack that going into the second half.
3: Yeah, and so we'll, uh, we've will we got about a minute and 40 seconds to go here in the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show. Let's take us a break. Listen to a couple quick sponsors when we come back. Second half action and the Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams kickoffs to the second half. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
13: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, your home-owned mortgage broker in Maryville. We're local folks supporting local kids, just like Volunteer Home Mortgage helps people all over Tennessee with all their mortgage needs. If you're looking to buy or refinance your home, go local. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, just down the street from Shield Stadium at 1033 West Broadway. Or call me at 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. Or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, MLS number 1641325.
5: Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com/slash Marival. D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marival. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Marival and start crafting your future today.
2: This is head coach Derek Hunt. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Go Rebels.
3: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Rebels lead the Farragut Admirals 7-3, Ben. We're about to kick it away for the second 24. First 24, I would say a push or a nod a little bit, even though the scoreboard doesn't lend it, to the Farragut Admirals. I think they, they found a way to keep the football away from what has turned into an explosive Rebel offense.
4: Yeah, Coach Hunt talked about it. 15 plays of total offense in the first half for the Marable Red Rebels. So looking right here to execute on this drive when they get the ball, because when Farragut gets it back, they're going to try to run that clock.
3: Rebels will have deep. It will be Jackson Llewellyn, or it will be Royal Curtis, and it looks like Price Davis, and it looks like Jackson Llewellyn will be the deep man. He'll stand at his own 10-yard line. So maybe tape tells them that uh, this one probably will be returnable. Looks like kicking this one away will be number 41 for the Admirals. Don't have a 41, and it's going to be kind of a squib kick, and it will be returnable. Price Davis will get across the 30-yard line, and he'll get out to the 32. A nice power there, no give up there, as Price Davis pushes through a few Admirals to get the yards.
4: Ball was heading out of bounds for a penalty. Price Davis said, no, sir, I'm going to try to march this ball up the
3: field number 44, Moses Burnett makes the tackle, I like it Wayne yeah, a little skip hop and go for Price Davis but Will Jones will bring the, the troops out, breaks the small huddle he'll have straight behind him Price Davis, he'll have Colton Faust to the left, he'll have Looks like Britton Barrett to the right. He's going to put Barrett into motion right to left. He's going to take the snap. Now he's going to give it to Price Davis. Price goes off right guard and he's going to push across the 35 out to the 38, 38 yard line of the Red Rebels. And that's going to be, it's going to bring up second and five. Moves Barrett over
4: towards the Farragut sidelines, heads up the middle of the field, and number seven, Jack Alley, makes the tackle.
3: Yeah, Jack Alley have not heard his name very much, but he is definitely, in a long shot, the leading tackler for the Admirals. They're going to put Barrett into motion again. Same right to left, high snap, but he's going to corral it, gets it to Price Davis. Price going to push his back into uh, beyond the 40-yard line, and they'll say just give him the 40, and it'll be third and three.
4: Price wants the ball, Wayne. Harrison Kilpatrick in on the tackle, number 88 for the
3: Red, for the Farragut Admirals. Looks like uh, – I thought Price was checking out, but he'll stay in there, and they'll check in Gage Ledoux. So they'll have both of those guys in there for this formation. And quickly, they're going to keep both of those guys in the backfield. Looks like uh, Gage will be out wide right. Or no, they're going to step him back in. And looks like they're going to have to take a, take a timeout. People don't – they didn't know where they were supposed to be, so instead of taking lost yardage, they're just going to reset, get this one right. Coach Hunt not exactly happy, but he understands. uh, Take the timeout and then get get this first down, three yards. You had nine seconds on the play clock
4: there, a lot of confusion in the backfield. Let's take the timeout, get this right, third and short here.
3: Yeah, third down, three yards to go as they take a timeout. Let's take one with them. Ali Frank's a volunteer home mortgage timeout, but with 10.46 left in the third, the Rebels lead 7-3. to three. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio.
9: Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984.
3: And don't forget, when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel. And as we come back from that timeout, quickly to the football, snap it, give it to Price Davis. He's going to go around left side, and he's not going to get the necessary yards to gain. It will be fourth down. They're going to say no gain on that one. It will be fourth and three. Good
4: gap assignment coverage by number 34, David Broda. He breaks down and fills that gap well, makes
3: a nice stop for Farragut. Looks like Gage was in on that one. He'll check out. Looks like Colton Faust will check in. At this moment, Will Jones and offense still out there on the football field. Looks like they're wanting to see if we can't uh, get our own fourth down magic. Will's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to put Colton Faust into motion now he's going to take the snap he's going to hand it to price price going to go left and he is going to be stood up a yard gain maybe but ben that's going to be a turnover farragut gets the turnover inside rebel territory they'll take over at the rebel 41 yard line
4: tried to go up the middle of the field and break towards the edge could not get there number five landis devia number 11 landon collins make the stop for the admirals
3: yeah and again i think you know a lot of times you thought that was going to be a hard count but you already burned the timeout on the previous snap so i think you had to go once you made that decision. So defense back out there, unable to score there on your first possession, so you just got to flip the switch, go to defense, get the stop. Kent Claybaugh in, in at quarterback. Maybe he'll throw it. Kent Clayball will step into shotgun formation. they will have two to the left, two to the right. He'll put one into motion. Now Claybaugh's gonna pull it down, go to the right-hand side. He's gonna try to fight his way beyond the 40-yard line, and they'll say he gets inside the 40, down to the 39 of the Red Rebels.
4: Tries to go to the outside there. Zach Hample makes a deliberate tackle, picks him up, and drives him to the turf.
3: They're gonna give him the 38. That's gonna be second down, six yards to go. I don't know, this ain't the goal line. I don't know that you get the stretch. I like that
4: tackle by Hample. That's one you remember. When you get picked up like that and shoved into the ground. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Clayball will stay in. He'll look to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. At this point, just for decoration. Clayball will stay in at shotgun formation. He'll have Drummy to his right hip pocket. He'll look to take the shotgun snap. Now he'll hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to try to get clear. He's going to get the first down, and he's going to get down near the 30-yard line. They'll say down at the 31. And that's going to be a first down for Farragut.
4: Made it past the first two levels of the defense up there in between the tackles And number 17. Andrew Smith has to break down and make the
3: tackle. They're going to leave number 15, Carbaugh, in there at quarterback. Handed it off one time, kept it another. We'll see. He'll have three receivers to the left side. He'll stay in shotgun. Again, Drummy will flip to his left hip pocket, maybe the biggest change. Looks like the Rebels are looking to bring something. It's us call me Carbaugh. He's going to call his own number. Go left. He's going to get free. He's going to get inside the 25-yard line, down near the 20, and they're going to say down at the 20-yard line. That may be another first down for Farragut, Ben, just really slicing and dicing right now.
4: Made a good fake there on that end of round towards the Farragut sidelines. Keeps it. Goes up that left side. Eventually tackled by number 35, Caleb Reeves.
3: 7-3, to three, the advantage for the Red Rebels, but – the Farragut Admirals on the cusp of the red zone going right to left here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. Again, just a, a lot of shock here as Farragut's playing their hearts out right now. Again, this this is their Super Bowl right now. And looks like it's going to be DeVia in there at quarterback. He's going to take a little two-step drop. Looks to throw it. He's going to go long and it is nearly intercepted. As on the defense out there looks to be, is that Hutton Jones?
4: Yeah, that was Hutton Jones. He was right there. He put a cloak on, on the receiver there, had him, and almost intercepted the football for the Red Rebels.
3: Yeah, it looks like the intended receiver was Jordan Shepard, number nine, uh, and really the, the better opportunity to catch the football was, was, uh, was out there, number 12.
4: I really like how he positioned himself on the receiver when the ball was in the air. He really put himself in a good spot to make that pick.
3: And it is going to set up second down, 10 yards to go. Farragut on the Rebel 20-yard line. And it will be Carbaugh back in at quarterback. He's going to take the snap, pulls it down quickly, calls his own number. He's going to be caught by Jack Carter at about the 17-yard line, and they're going to drag him down right there. So he will go down at the 17. Pickup of three there, Ben, third and seven.
4: Jack Carter makes a nice spin move on Jardet there, rolls off his block and makes a nice tackle. Good tackle by the crazy eights right there.
3: Like uh, at this point, DeVia will stay in the football game, but he'll step out to receiver, and Carbaugh, no, nope, he's now going to check out and will check number six, Cam Duncan. The six-three, 185-pound senior started tonight's game, but I don't know that he's got the most snaps.
4: I think what they're trying to do is get into a manageable third and four or a third and three where they can execute on fourth down.
3: Yeah. Again, third and seven, upcoming. Going to be Duncan with the shotgun snap. He's going to look to throw it. He is going to get it out wide to number nine. He will cut up field, get near the ten yard line, and they are going to say they're going to say down at the twelve yard line. But there's a flag on the play. It's the comeback route
4: right over there by the sticks. Number 35, Caleb Reeves on the tackle.
3: As the uh, the Farragut Admirals are throwing their hands, it's going to be against the Farragut Admirals. So they'll back this one up. But short of the line to gain, it was going to be a fourth and two, so a fourth and where they went for it all night long. But uh, looks like that will be just a touch shorter on third down.
4: And a legal block out there, Wayne, near the near the sideline. They're going to push this back.
3: And they will step this one off. Trying to see where they place it. Looks like the new line of scrimmage will be outside the red zone. It will be at the Rebel 22-yard line. So it will set up third and 12. It's going to be from the end of the run they'll mark that penalty off, 10-yard penalty. It'll be third and 12. And so looks like Duncan will stay in at quarterback for the Admirals. Again, if you're just joining us, 643 to go here in the third quarter, 7-3 Rebel lead. Maryville leads Farragut 7-3. Duncan looks to take the snap, a little three-step drop. Wants to throw it. He's going to throw it, and he's got number one across the middle, and it is going to go into the end zone. Robbie Jacobs right in the middle of the field caught it about the seven-yard line, and really nobody in their way. Touchdown, Five. Farragut.
4: Yeah, just a five-yard post route across the middle of the field. Had the safety biting wide open across, across the middle of the field for Farragut.
3: And Farragut now takes the advantage, 9-7. to seven. The Denzo scoreboard has changed and they'll look to attack on an extra point to make the advantage three. Looks like 37 will be the kicker. The attempt by Ryan McHugh, trying to get the holder's number. I think it's number 16, Noah Hag. McHugh is going to approach. The kick will be up, and the kick is good, and Farragut now taking the lead with 6.29 to go here in the third quarter. Farragut 10. Rebel 7. Let's take a break and listen to a fine sponsor. When we come back, we got a battle here, guys, on Rebel Radio 95.7. Duke FM.
7: Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer. Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground underground drilling work, including rock, is underground connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865-406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did.
3: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Farragut does take the lead 10-7 with 629 to go. They will kick this one away. It will go long and will be returnable and looks like Price Davis is going to have to re- retreat and take that one at about the 3-yard line and he'll get back to the four. Just thought it was going to roll to the end zone and it was nearly going to be dead at the one.
4: Yeah, I thought he I think he thought it was long enough to get to the end zone, but it bounces back around the 5-yard line. Just gives Jack Alley, number seven, enough time to make that tackle on Price Davis.
3: So 96 yards is how long it'll take us to get the, the lead back, but Will Jones and company quickly out there to do so. Will Jones will go into shotgun formation. He'll put two receivers to the left, two to the right, and have Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. Let's see if we see any of that Ledoux magic out of this one. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Up, Dave Gage. And then quickly get back. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand it. No, he's going to throw it out in the flat, and that's going to be to Price Davis. Price going to get across the 10-yard line and get out near the 13-yard line, and that's going to be a nice little play-action play there. Like the play call,
4: a little bit of deception right there. Gage comes in. The backers thought they were coming up the middle of the field, get the ball out in the flat, get a short, second and short.
3: Nine-yard pickup there. It's second and one. Gage is going to check out. Price will go back to his traditional running back position. They're going to flip him to the right hip pocket. Will will update the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Again, Rebels working left to right here at Jim Renfro. They're going to hand it to Price Davis. Price goes straight ahead for it across the 15, out to the 18. He'll pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice rumble by Price.
4: Yeah, right in the teeth of that defense. David Broda, number 34, makes the t- the tackle, but the first down is earned.
3: Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Will Jones looks to the sideline to get the play. Similar formation, two receivers to the right, one to the left. They'll stack Eli Elkins on the right tackle.
4: Previous drive for Farragut, seven plays, 42 yards,
3: three minutes 25-second time of position. Under five-and-a-half to play here in the third. Again, Rebels trail Farragut 10-7. They're going to push out. Eli Elkins into motion. They'll play action. Look to get it to Colton Faust. Colton Faust across the middle. A little crossing route, and he's going to get out to the 30-yard line. That's going to move the chains again. Pickup of 12, Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
4: Good concentration by the freshman Faust. He goes five yards. There's hands in between him and that catch. He comes down with it before he's tackled by number five, Landis DeVia.
3: Really trying to back up that defensive front for Farragut, and it's working to this point. First and ten. Will Jones gonna have? He's going to have Price Davis straight behind him. Puts Colton Faust into motion. He's going to hand it to Price. Price goes straight ahead for it. Across the 40, 50, 40, 20, 35, 30, 25, and near the 20-yard line. Couldn't get my words out, Ben, but Price Davis rumbling down to the Farragut 20-yard line.
4: Price hit a second gear there after getting past the backers, just marches down the middle of the field. Big run by number one.
3: There's going to be a flag on the play. We'll see who it's against, um, but that's either going to help us and go even closer to to pay dirt, or it's going to back us up just a touch. Nobody's moving as of yet. We'll see. Maybe a late hit on the on the tackle there on Price. Horse callers, what Mr. Maine says. Not against it. 4:34 to play. The officials are talking about it. Again, huge play. You had Colton Faust into motion. I think they bid on the motion. and gave Price a huge, it gave a huge, did they wave it off? Waved off the flag. The faithful aren't happy about that point, but ultimately uh, still get inside the Huddleston red zone, Huddleston law firm red zone down to the, the Farragut 19-yard line. Huge pickup there, a 50-yard rumble by Price Davis.
4: He got to the 50-yard line, had nothing but open field, bounced kind of back and forth, good run by number one.
3: He'll have Price straight behind him. Again, one receiver to left, one to the right. It's going to be a high snap. He'll quickly hand it to Price, and looks like Price is going to get his helmet nearly ripped off, and he's going to pick up maybe a yard. No call. Wow.
4: Runs behind center there, number seven, Jack Alley, makes the tackle. That tackle was high right around the neck there, Wayne.
3: Yeah, they're going to check Price out, get him a look. They're going to check in Gage Ledoux. 18-yard line going in, going left or right, for reference, headed towards Cedar Street, trying to check this score and possibly take the lead back. Under four to play in the third, 340 to be exact. They quickly break the huddle. They'll have Gage Ledoux to Will Jones' left hip pocket, and he's going to be in shotgun. He'll put Colton Faust into motion. Now he'll take the shotgun snap, rolls the pocket to the left, looking to throw the football, and he's just going to have to pull it down, try to get what he can get. It's going to be a loss of yardage on that one, Ben. Just nothing downfield for him, and then when he pulled it down, there was a lot of admirals in his face. It's going to be – looks like it's going to be about a three-yard loss on that one, and it is going to set up third and – third and 11.
4: Yeah, that play was designed. Will Jones was rolling out towards the Farragut sidelines. Barrett is doing a corner route towards that back pile-on. Great coverage by the secondary for Farragut, and tackle was eventually made by number eight, Bryce Topps.
3: Looks like Britton Barrett will check out, and Zeke McCoy will check in. He'll stay in shotgun formation. Gage Ledue to his right hip pocket. Gonna look to put some motion there left to right. Three-step drop. Going to look to throw it. He's going to look to throw long, and it is going to be in and out of the hands. Intended for Gage Ledoux. A home run ball there, but played well by number five of Farragut. It's going to be fourth down.
4: Yeah, it came down between Landis DeVia and Gage Ledoux. Landis got his hands on it. Gage thought better just to knock it out, prevent the interception.
3: Yeah, just a, not a bad throw. Honestly, uh, DeVia's closed amazingly quickly and uh, just, just knocked it down, fourth down. It will be Hudson Jamerson to attempt a, another field goal. This will be a 38-yard attempt. It'll be from the left hash. Cohen Beyblade, well, it's going to be a little bit closer because we got a jump on Farragut. Looks like number one wanted to start early, Robbie Jacobs. Yeah, had Robbie Jacobs
4: jump, and then number five, Landis DeVia, just follows him.
3: Monkey see, monkey do, and looks like it'll scoot up just a hair. So instead of a uh, instead of a, a thirty-eight yard attempt, it should be should be a thirty-three yard attempt. Two thirty-five to go here in the third quarter. Again, Rebels with this attempt looking to tie the football game as Farragut currently leads ten to seven. And what a what a matchup! What a what a physical clock management matchup. Much different than what we saw a week ago. Cohen Blay will hold. Looks like the hold will be down. Hudson, the kick is up, a high spinner, and it is going to bounce off the crossbar and back into play. No good, no good. What? A, I mean, it, it had the, it was the right direction, and just, I mean, just a foot short. Foot short, hit the crossbar.
4: Initially, before the snap, number eight Bryce Thompson had some movement there in the backfield, trying to throw off the kicker. I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but ball hits the upright and bounces back into the field of play.
3: Yeah, just just unfortunate there. Vareget will take over right at that yard to gain since we didn't make the field goal. So it'll be first and ten Admirals right at their own twenty-yard line. Good as a touchback there. Gotta gotta clear that one out. Get back on defense. Looks like out at quarterback will be Duncan. Again, number six, Cam Duncan, one of the five quarterbacks that took a snap here tonight for the Farragut Admirals. Cam Duncan will be in shotgun. he'll take that snap. He'll hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to try to get left, and he is going to go straight ahead forward near the 25-yard line. Looks like maybe... Well, one has the 25, one has the 24. We'll say a five-yard pickup be second and five.
4: Just running between the guard and tackle there, number 35, Caleb Reeves, and number 24, Matthew Covert, in on the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: Near two minutes. They'll, they'll have a small huddle. Now they'll break it. Duncan will stay in there at quarterback. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. We'll offset stack. They're going to put DeVias into motion. Now they're going to hand it to Drummy. Run the same side. Jack Carter meets him at the line, to get, or at the line of scrimmage. Going to stand him up and drop him. No game. Jack Carter wasn't fooled
4: on that play. They faked the ball to the end of round towards the Farragut sidelines. Jack Carter stays home, makes a big stop for the Red Rebels.
3: So third and five. Really need to kind of keep that, that rolling. Looks like, again, score of interest. Science Hill 14. Dobbins at 7. Third quarter score. Be Carbaugh in that quarterback. He's the runner, so expect a keeper on this one. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. A Little play action to Drumming. Now he's gonna pull it down. No, he hands it to Drumming. Drumming's gonna go around right in. He's gonna be near the line to gain Ben. They're gonna give him the 30. That's what he needed. Let's see if they move him. They say first down. Move the sticks. First down, Farragut.
4: Able to get that push on that right side, number 76. Bryce Goins and company eventually make the stop, but not until after Farragut gets the first down.
3: And looks like they'll quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. They'll have two receivers out there. Carball will stay in at quarterback for the Admirals. Under a minute to go here in the third. Carball at quarterback. He'll try to get a hard count. Nobody moving. Now they'll look to the sideline. Coach Courtney and company. Again, probably getting what they want here in the third quarter. Not a lot of offense there for the Red Rebels. Carbaugh's going to now take the snap. He'll hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to go straight ahead forward. Not much doing. They're going to give him a yard gain on the play. It'll be second nine.
4: Good job there up front by Bryce Goins and number 88 Jack Carter. They don't let him get to that second level. They did an audible there, Wayne. They were trying to do that hard count. They saw where that blitz was coming on the right side. Farragut audibles to the left. It wasn't Fooled by Bryce Gowens and Jack Carter.
3: Well and really, you know, every time that they've they've done that for no gain. It's like Carball was like, I should have kept it. Well, he keeps it a lot. Well, as that play comes to a close, they're just good to let the third quarter close. And as the clock hits zeros on the third quarter, the Farragut Admirals will take their lead to the fourth. Ten for the Farragut Admirals, seven for the homestanding Red Rebels. Let's take a break, listen to a fine sponsor. When we come back, we'll have the fourth quarter of the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7
2: Duke FM.
12: Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo?
2: Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home.
12: Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court?
2: Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready, gotta run.
12: Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer?
7: Food City, the official supermarket
6: of the Vols. (laughs) Yeah! <laughs>
3: And welcome to the fourth quarter of the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Farragut leads 10-7 as we open the final stanza, Ben, and really you got to find a storm. Thunder, you got to find the rain, you got to make it all happen here in the next 12 minutes of football to get out of here with a victory.
4: Yeah, the previous drive we were marching down the field. Price has a big game. We get down the field in, in position to tie the ballgame on field goal. We missed that field goal, Wayne.
3: Yeah, Farragut's ran 43 plays, 189 yards, Rebels. 26 plays, 216. We're out gaining them. They've just got more results right now. That, those stats brought to you by Mr. Ken maine and Kadunza European Auto Service. Looks like number 11 will be in there at quarterback. He's going to try to go around left end. Not much doing. That's going to be Landon Collins. Again, one of the five quarterbacks for, for the Farragut Admirals.
4: Got some laundry on the field, but good tackle there by number 24, Matthew Covert. He comes in and goes flying in there, and makes a big tackle.
3: Flag on the play late, and, and really, again, no, no signal from either team, so we'll see what the call is. As it stands right now, two-yard pickup. Got a holding call there, Wayne. Moonback. back. Looks like holding against the Farragut Admirals, yep. And that's a decision, though, because as Farragut's maintained time of possession, I guess we're we're going to back them up, but ultimately takes time away from trying to get this lead back. So yeah, going to back them up. The new the new line of scrimmage will be trying to see where they mark it off from. And so they're going to run it back. It will before he stops running. It'll be just outside the the Farragut 20 yard line. They'll have to they'll have to go a long way here on second down. It'll be second. Second and 18, or, or for, for landmark reference, second down the barbershop. Um, but looks like it will be going to see who's in there at quarterback. Got
4: Cam Duncan.
3: Duncan back in at quarterback. He'll have Drummy to his left hip pocket. Farragut's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand to Drummy. Drummy's going to go left side or right side, and he is going to get out near the 25. He'll push ahead forward to the 26. So that'll be a pickup of four there on second down. It'll set up third It'll set up third and 14.
4: Big number nine, Sam Young seals that edge, makes a nice tackle for a short gain for the Admirals.
3: You got to keep it in front of you here, Ben. Again, this is a team that will go for it on fourth down, but traditionally, or at least here tonight, fourth and five and less. So you got to keep them from gaining nine yards right here is what I'm trying to say.
4: This is uncomfortable yardage for Coach Courtney
3: right here. Duncan in at quarterback, again, Drummy to his right hip pocket, three receivers to the left. They'll put DeVilla in motion. Now they're going to hand it to Drummy. Drummy is going to go right side off tackle, and he is going to go ahead across the 30-yard line, out to the 32. So it's going to set up fourth and eight.
4: Counterplay at the hash marks, tries to head back towards the Maribel sidelines. Hunter Olivet in on the tackle. Looked like he got a little tug on that face mask, but he makes a nice tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: Minute and a half into the fourth quarter, and the Farragut Admirals will elect to punt this one away. Number 80 Burnett will come out to punt this one away, and deep for the Red Rebels, standing at his own 36-yard line will be Colton Faust. He's got a 68 long on the season. Looks like Science Hill's found some success, 21-7. A third-quarter score. Low snap for this one, but Burnett's going to kick this one away. And it'll be a high spinner. And looks like Faust will take it at the 26-yard line. Faust has some room. He's going to get across a 40, across a 50, across a 40. And not one man to beat, Colton Faust. And he is going to be wrangled down at the Farragut 25-yard line. What a return by the freshman, Colton Faust.
4: Colton Faust showing that speed. He lets the defenders come right up to him, makes a cut towards the Farragut sidelines. Kicks it into another gear, marches down near the 30, eventually taken down by number seven, Jack Alley.
3: Under 10 to play, nice return, a 49-yard return by number 89, Colton Faust. Will Jones out in shotgun formation, two receivers to the right, one to the left. And he'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Looking into the sideline to get the play from Coach Hunt. He'll make an adjustment. He updates Price Davis. He'll be straight away. Will Jones in shotgun takes the snap. He's going to hand it to Price. Price going to stutter step in the hole and push his way inside the 25-yard line down to the 21. So it's going to be a five-yard pickup, second five.
4: Good run there by Price Davis. Some tough yardage. Number seven, Jack Alley in on the tackle.
3: Looks like a score update. Uh, 28 all, Jeff County and William Blunt. The governor's not going quietly to finish this season. Looks like Will Jones looking to the sideline. He'll get the play again. Now he's going to update the line of scrimmage and move Price. Price will stand to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Will's going to stand and shotgun takes the snap. Now he's going to hand it to Price. Price goes straight ahead forward, pushing the pile, and he will need five, get five, and it will be down to the Admiral 16-yard line. Should be enough for the first down, and it is. First and ten Rebels, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down.
4: Farragut thought they had to stop there. Price Davis thinks otherwise. Number 56, Naol Caro for the Farragut Admirals
3: makes the tackle. Good run by Price. So, Shifty got him three yards. Power got him two more. That's what got that first down. Nice run by Price. Under nine to play here in the fourth quarter. What's been a tough battle here on senior night. Looks like Will Jones will stay in shotgun. Cleans his hands. He's going to put a man in motion. Colton Faust goes into motion. And looks like Will's going to call his own number. He's going to go straight ahead forward. And and looks like Farragut spied out that quarterback keeper. He's gonna pick up maybe a yard. Look like they had number
4: 15, Kent Clayball, as a spy on Will Jones on that one. He executes well. We'll get some positive yardage though, Wayne.
3: It's gonna be second and nine. Again, ball just outside the 15-yard line. The the new line to gain is the Admiral. Looks like seven-yard line. we are gonna quickly break a small huddle. Uh, Price Davis will be to Will's right hip pocket. He'll have one receiver to the left, one to the right. Stack set, Eli Elkins. They're going to put Colton Faust into motion left to right. Will Jones is going to hand to Price Davis, and it is read all the way. Looks like by number seven, Jack Alley, and he's going to drop. He's going to drop Price Davis for a loss.
4: Had an option play there. Jack Alley read it all the way. He gets in the backfield, made the read immediately, and gets the tackle for the Admirals.
3: They're going to check out Britton Barrett and Price Davis. They'll check in Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux will be to Will's right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. They'll kick out uh, Eli Elkins. It's going to be a big third down, third and 12 upcoming. Again, can get a first down just outside the Farragut five-yard line. Going to adjust the play at the line of scrimmage. Play clock at six. Steps back and shotgun takes the snap. Little two-step drop. Now he's going to pull it down. He's going to try to get the first down himself. Gets inside the 20-yard line, and he is going to be cut down at the 14. It'll be fourth down.
4: Had one man to beat. Guess who? It was number seven, Jack Alley. They're
3: going to send Jamerson back out to try to tie this one as we near the seven-minute mark in this football game. Jamerson will kick this one from the 20-yard line, so a 30-yard attempt. He'll be on the left hash. 31-yard attempt as they step it out to the 21. cohen laid a hold Jamerson to attempt. The hold is good. The kick is up. A spinning kick, and it is going to go through. And true. And the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Hudson-Jamerson knocks it through. And with 6.39 to play in this one, the Rebels have tied it up. Ten apiece. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke-FM.
7: Delosier Realty and Auction asks, Should I have an estate sale? Trying to settle your parents' or grandparents' estate, you might wonder about selling their house, land, furniture, and vehicles. Many people trust Delosier Realty and Auction to hold an estate sale. Less stress, better results, from organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and Auction in Maryville.
0: Get, 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 when the whistle
3: and welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. As we kick it down to our sideline guy, Chris Hibbs. Chris, a battle, an intense a battle, a clock managing battle. I mean, it's just one for, I mean, this is why it's region play, but. I will tell you what, Wayne. That kick, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty, but it won the beauty pageant, didn't it? Well, it's one of those deals you just needed to go through. I think Mr. Hips is. Uh, he is. He is intently watching what's going on. This one's going to be returnable. Taken at the three-yard line, number nine for Farragut with the football. Going to get a nice return out to the 30-yard line. Let's go down and see if Mr. Hips has his mic on now, Chris. Uh, really, really a tough play there. Hudson Jamerson knocks it through you got to like what the Rebels are doing, just intensely trying to be patient on defense but get some things going on offense.
8: Yeah, fans. Sorry, guys. I'm down here in front of the student section. It was very loud for a minute. But, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, you know, for Mr. Jamerson, you know, the first two kicks just hasn't been there, you know. Third one punches it through, ties this game up. Uh, hopefully, you know, like I said, just get a big stop here on the uh, Farragut offensive play and hopefully give our offense a chance to win this game.
3: Absolutely, but uh, we'll come back to you. Looks like Max Sayre is down on the, the football field on this return. He will pop up, uh, so, again, thoughts with him. Uh, didn't look good the way he went down, maybe turned turned his knee, turned his ankle, uh, but he is gonna he's going to kind of limp off, so wish him the best. Hopefully just a stinger there.
4: Yeah, I hope he's all right, Wayne. On that tackle down there, Wayne, uh, the senior, number 29, Cody Barton, made a tackle. So definitely want to recognize him. On special teams making that tackle there for the Red yeah, Rivers.
3: Absolutely. Return man for the Admirals, number nine, Jordan Shepard. He's a senior, six foot hundred and eighty-five pounds. So senior met senior right there. Back out on defense. Looks like they're gonna back up Farragut to their own 20-yard line. It's gonna be a hold on the return. So nice uh nice gift there. Wrapped up in 10-yard increments. 631 to play in this one. Farragut will bring out Cam Duncan. Uh, Again, I I keep saying it, but it's because I'm still trying to believe it myself, one of five quarterbacks that's seen the field here tonight for Farragut. Duncan's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to get free. He's going to go off left tackle, and Drummy's going to get through some arm tackles, and he's going to pick up about 19 big yards. He'll get out to the Farragut 39. Yeah, initially it looked like number 10, Nolan White gets up there to
4: make the tackle. Can't take him down. Number 17 has to step up and make the stop prior to him getting to the 40.
3: Yeah, that is their 41st carry on the night for 181 yards for the Admirals. Just a, uh, uh, just really their bread and butter here tonight. Duncan's going to stay in shotgun. He'll take the snap, hands it to Drummy again. He's going to go off left guard again. He'll be turned back after a couple here. They'll say pickup of three out to the 42-yard line.
4: Caleb Reeves in on the tackle. He's the senior coming in tonight with 71 tackles, three tackles for a loss, two sacks on the season.
3: 5.45 to play in this one. Again, Farragut with the football at their own 43-yard line, going left to right here on Jim Renfro. Again, doozy here tonight. Farragut and Maryville tied at 10 apiece. Need a big stop right here, Wayne. Carbaugh checks into the game, and again at shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to now hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to go left side, push the pile. He'll pick up three more, and it's going to bring up third and three.
4: Able to get to that edge. Matthew Covert makes the stop right at the hash mark. They're in manageable territory for the Admirals. Need a big stop.
3: He at the Farragut, 46-yard line next time by. Again, third and three. Probably has two plays to attempt it. Let's keep Carbaugh into this one. He handed it off last time. Expect the keeper here. He's going to have two backers in the backfield with him. We're going to spy a guy up top. He's going to hand it to Drummy. Drummy's going to go straight ahead forward, and I'm going to say a one-yard pickup. It's going to set up fourth and two.
4: Looks like he was denied initially by number 88, Jack Carter. This will bring up fourth down.
3: They're going to say a yard pickup on the play, fourth and two. Again, this is a huge point in the football game, four and a half to play. Farragut on their side of the 50, fourth and two, and offense stays out there.
4: Like the execution by the Red Rebels, had seven or eight guys in the box. They knew it was going up the middle of the field there. Let's make a stop here for Dalton Deloser
3: Looks like we are going to check in some big bodies. We're going to check in Zeke McCoy. Looks like maybe that's going to be number 99. That's going to be Lucas Garman. Looks like they're going to think about it. They're going to use as much as they can, and then they're going to take a timeout. As as Farragut takes a timeout here with 4.02 to play in this one, a knotted up ten a piece football game on senior night, you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
7: Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall, and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn, including proven turfgrass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust, including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Landscape Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville. Online at digginsupply.com.
3: And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here. Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. That was just a Lee Franks, of volunteer home mortgage timeout in a knotted-up football game, 10 apiece. Rebels 10 Farragut 10. It's fourth and two. Ball on the Farragut 47-yard line. They need the 49 to keep this drive alive. And the the Rebels out there on defense looking to get a stop. Looks like they're going to go under center. They're going to now hand it off to Drummy. Drummy is going to be stood up. And I think they stopped him. And I think they stopped him short. Looks like forward progress is the 49. But I think we need to measure this one. I don't know. I saw the full stick across the way and I'm about as even with the 49 as you can get.
4: Charge led there by number four, Zeke McCoy, number 44, Dinnerbell.
3: I will say they're gonna measure this one. He got a healthy, very favorable spot on that 49. We're gonna see what they do here. Uh, if, if anything, it's either a chain link positive for Farragut or a chain link turnover. We're gonna see how they stretch it. Initial step looks, looks favorable for Farragut. Let's hear if they stretch it. What do we got here? It is going to be a first down for Farragut. It's going to be about two chain links long. Uh, again, just a favorable spot. Again, you got you to keep it. You can't give them that opportunity. So, it's going to be a first down Farragut. Try to stop them in four plays.
4: Coming into the fourth quarter, Farragut was three for three on, on fourth down. Right there was probably our best shot at making that stop. Good effort by that Maribel defense
3: first and ten Farragut they'll they'll operate right at midfield on their own 49yard line they'll be to the left hash power M to the right and and the faithful are going to stand up and support their young men. It is going to be. It's going to be Duncan. Duncan's going to hand it to Drummy, and Drummy's going to clear the first level, and he's going to pick up seven big yards right there. He's going to get inside Mariville territory, down to the 44.
4: Caleb Reeves comes to the other side of the hash mark there to make the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: They're going to continue to keep it on the ground now at 46 run plays against the Red Rebels. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Duncan stays in at quarterback. He's going to take the snap, hands to Drummy. Drummy's going to go right side. He's going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. Fall ahead forward, and they're going to give him forward progress to the 41. That was the line to gain. That's possibly a first down.
4: Barragan tries to spread out the field with those receivers and runs up in between the guard and the tackle on the right side. Zach Hample. And number 35, Caleb Reeves, were not fooled. Third down.
3: They're going to call it third and about a half yard. So it will be not a first down for Farragut, as we are now under three to play, 249. It's going to be Duncan's going to look to the sideline. He's going to have two receivers to the right, one to the left. And now he's going to check the play. Updates his running back, stands back in shotgun. He's going to take the snap, hands it to Drummy. Drummy's going to get around the left end, get the first down, and he's going to punch it inside the 40-yard line of the Rebels and down to the 36.
4: Originally that run was intended in between the left guard and tackle. He gets to the outside. Matthew Covert makes the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: And it will will kind of hammer down around that left hash all the way down through here. Uh, The next play will be from the the Rebel 36-yard line. New quarterback in, that's going to be Carbaugh. He's going to have three receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to pull it down, call his own number, and he's going to stumble at the line of scrimmage, and he's going to fall forward for maybe a half yard. I don't think he even got the the 35, so they're going to say no game.
4: Call that the snake blitz. They bring the blitz from the slot right there. That time, number 24, Matthew Covert in on the tackle.
3: Timeout Rebels. Let's take one with them. A second and ten upcoming in a tie ball game, ten apiece. You're listening to Rebel Radio in the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke
1: FM. <laughs> Caduza. K-du- K-du- Cadunza? Caduzu. Caduzi? Credanza. Cawatza? Cadenza. Unusual name, exceptional service. On
11: your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Cadenza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call
7: 246 6569 or cadenza.com. K A D U N Z A.com. Cadanza is a proud sponsor of the Miraville Rebels. Thunder! Thunder!
3: Thunder! And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Out of the timeout, two minutes, five seconds to go. A second and ten upcoming for Farragut as they're inside Rebel territory down to the Rebel 36. Tie ball game ten apiece. New quarterback into this one. Looks like that may be number 16, and they're going to hand it off. It's going to hand off, and he's going to get free. He's going to get wide, and he's got to get chased down. He's going to get inside the 10-yard line near the goal line, and they are going to say touchdown. Touchdown, Farragut, but there is a flag and looks like pointed toward the Admirals. Wow, what a turn of events. Farragut thinks they've scored. It looks like a flag's going to bring it back.
4: Yeah, probably going to have a. It looks like a holding call over there near the 35-yard line,
3: Wayne. And the flag's laying at the Rebel 33-yard line. So just when the backer was getting up to speed, trying to get the carry, looks like 28 was on the carry. Two was on the carry. Got a lot of numbers going right here. 28 yard lines where the flag lays. Looks like the Rebels and, and Price Davis is going to help uh, pick that one up. Or Hunter all of it. That's two ones on that jersey. <laughs> Too many numbers. That's why Ken's the stat guy and I just talk a lot. That's right. He's, he's here to keep up with all those numbers. 155 to play in this one, backing up the Farragut Admirals. It will be second down and about. Twelve to go. The ball will sit at the at the Rebel 38-yard line. One fifty-five to play. Rebels look to have two timeouts. Looks like Farragut has two timeouts. No, no, we only have one timeout remaining.
4: Just a huge turn of events on that holding
3: call with a minute fifty-five left to go in the game, Wayne. Again, it's it's kind of a two-edged sword. You don't want to allow them to score, number one, but ultimately it just allows more time. Uh, to not give back to your offense potentially.
4: Yeah, Ryan McHugh on the year, he's kicked a 34
3: long. He's three for five on field goal attempts. Looks like Duncan will be back in at quarterback. He started this one and been in rotation. Duncan's going to put a man in motion right to left. And now Cam Duncan trying to get a hard count. Now he's going to pull it down, gives it to Drummy. Drummy is going to be caught, stopped, and dropped. He's going to pick up two on the play, but it's going to bring up third and ten.
4: And Matthew Covert and Jack Carter in the backfield to make that stop. Good
3: job by the Red Rebels front right there, Wayne. Gonna continue to just update from this spot. Uh, it would be a it would be a 37, call it a 47. So we're gonna be a beyond a 50-yard attempt right here, but looks like we took this timeout, a Marable timeout. Let's jump down to Mr. Hips. Hips, uh, what a break there on the hold. Obviously, the hold sprung the, the the running back for the touchdown. But this is a huge, huge play coming up here on third and eleven.
8: Yeah, fellas. I mean, it was a pretty blatant call. I mean, he grabbed the defensive end and pulled him down. Once that guy was out of the picture, I mean, that's why he had the whole sideline wide open. Uh, yeah, big play right here. You know.
3: If, you don't want
8: to say they're going to run the ball, but I mean, about 95% of the play calls today have been runs.
3: They've ran the ball 51 times. They've thrown it six times. Hips. So uh, I like I like the chances of taking that gamble. But uh, I haven't talked about them very much coming out of this timeout. But the student section has been engaged all night long. It is dress-up night here as we're uh, on Halloween weekend, technically, and uh, a lot of a lot of good uh, a lot of good costumes down there. Faithful, get on
4: their feet, Wayne.
3: To see who's in there. Looks like Cam Duncan.
1: Penalty is a sideline warning against Farragut.
3: Sideline warning against, against Farragut. And it is a warning, so no yardage given, but the next time there will be. So again, third and 11. Ball sits at the Rebel 37 yard line. Going to come in tight here. It's going to be Duncan at quarterback for, the, for Farragut. He's going to take the snap, play action. He's going to look to throw it. It is going to be complete, and it is going to be a first down as he's going to get inside the Maryville 25-yard line down to the 22.
4: Just a five-yard post route over at the sticks there, number 17, Andrew Smith, making the tackle, but not until
3: after the first down by the Admirals. Yeah, looks like that was Landis DeVia was the intended receiver and the one that made the catch. Huge play for the Admirals. Is going to be handed to Drummy. Drummy's going to go left side. He's going to get into the uh, into the teeth of the Rebel defense. He's going to pick up two or three. He'll get down to the 21-yard line.
4: It's going to work that clock right here. Number 53, Alex Boyd, in on the tackle.
3: So out of timeouts are the Red Rebels. So really, just just have to play sound defense. Grab at the football. Uh, Tried to do something to, to get the Admirals to make a mistake, but Admirals, uh, I think at this point, they're in a position to where they're, they're looking for a field goal attempt. New quarterback, that's going to be Carball. Carbaugh's going to pull it down, call his own number. He'll go straight ahead forward. He'll get inside the 20-yard line down to the 19.
4: Had the edge, but Zach Hample makes a nice move to cut inside and makes a nice tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: It'll be at the 19-yard line. It'll be near center of the field, uh, closer to the left-hand side, but I would expect the the Admirals to try to center this one up. 27 seconds to play in this football game. Looks like it will be Carbaugh in at quarterback. He's going to take the snap. He's going to go back to the middle of the field and just go straight ahead forward to the 18-yard line. 14 seconds.
4: Dinner bill and company, Jonah Arms in on the tackle for the Red Rebels.
3: And looks like they are going to let this one go down. Coach Courtney will take a timeout with 2.4 seconds to go. Ben, this is a – it's eerily deja vu, just not in our favor tonight. Uh, 2.4 seconds. There's a lot of faithful here. If you can wave your arms, get on your feet, faithful. We've got to blow this one left or right. Just going to share
4: the stats again for Ryan McHugh, three of five on the season again. He's only connected on a 34 this season.
3: 2.4 seconds to go. Farragut lining this one up for a game-winning field goal. Again, a week ago, we're in this position. So, again, want uh, I don't, I'm not interested in the same result, Ben. Uh, want this thing to go left or right. It's been a battle here tonight at senior night, 10 apiece. Uh, realistically, pretty good defense on both sides, just really effective running the football have been the Farragut Admirals. 54 rushes, 220 yards. Uh, Maryville has 31 total plays for 228 yards. So it just tells you how effective Farragut's found the run game.
4: Yeah, the key stat right here, it's fourth down and six, so you got a little room for air on the, on the, on the offsides.
3: Alright, looks like 37 will attempt this for Farragut. It will be Ryan McHugh, again the sophomore. Looks like number 16, Noah Hag will be the holder. Everybody wanting the crowd up, and we're and they are on it for the Red Rebels. Looks like Hag will hold. Adjusting. Trying to get the McHugh to rattle. It's going to be Hag to hold. It is going to be up, and it is going to be through. It is going to be through. Good is the field goal, and Farragut is going to come out and mob their football team. Knocking off the Red Rebels here in game number 10, week number 11 on the season. Farragut came in. This was their Super Bowl, and they just kicked the game winner.
4: Yeah, hats off to Coach Courtney and the Farragut Admirals for what they put together here tonight. They own the time of possession, able to put together some good drives and uh, kick the winning field goal to knock off the Maribel Red Rebels.
3: Heartbreaker here from Maryville High School is on senior night. Farragut knocks off your Red Rebels. 13-10 to 10 is the final score. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll have the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post-game show right here from Rebel Radio. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM.
6: If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to jumpy gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Jump Be Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a bus at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Jumpy Gone is proud
3: to bring you the Maryville High School football game of the week. When
12: that you are gone.
3: It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning, melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own Top Shelf Barbecue, and you can thank me later.
9: Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reochesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon grilled cheese with a gourmet twist.
7: Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people focused and faith driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033 and let Cody Cody Knuckles, take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown.
5: Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo Only Doctor, pharmacy and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com/slash Marival. D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash and start crafting your future today.
0: From the HEP Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Marivelle, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football.
3: Welcome into the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, it's just the highest of highs a week ago and and, and the lowest of lows here tonight. Uh, knocked off by a Farragut team. Really, like we talked about, they had everything to play for here tonight. Kind of unseated uh, from playoff contention. Really, this was their finale for their seniors and uh, just came in here with a clock management style game plan. Run the football, run the football, and run it some more. And uh, they they get the the result they're after. A game-winning field goal. uh, I think it was about a a 26, 28 yard attempt, and uh, 13 to 10 to your final here from Skeeter Shield Stadium. Heartbreaker. Yeah, it
4: didn't pass the ball much, but when they did throw the ball in those five yard post routes, it really put them in position, especially on that last drive of the game, to kick the field goal and uh, win the ball game against the Rip.
3: Yeah, we'll kick it down to, to Mr. Chris Hibbs. Chris, you gotta you gotta feel for these seniors again a, a big night here. Uh, gotta kinda uh, silver lining a little bit, you, it really didn't impact seeding by the looks of the way uh, the Cleveland and Hardin Valley games going. looks like we will be the three seed. But, again, a lot to look at, uh, a lot of uh, retrospective here as we're going to have to fix this the next week because the, uh, the next time we, we end up on the wrong end, we, we go home. Yeah,
8: fellas, I mean, you know, what can you say? Farragut played a heck of a game. We just unfortunately didn't have the offense uh, firepower we had last week. Um, You know, hats off to Farragut for winning it. You know, luckily for Maryville, there's still another week to play. There's another week to get better. It's like we're getting ready to head out to Science Hill, boys.
3: Yeah, it's kind of kind of the trend right now. Uh, kind of wanted to, to give final stats there, Mr. Hipps. Uh If you look at the stat line, 13-10 to 10 is the end result on the scoreboard, but uh, 61 total plays, 271 for the Farragut Admirals. 54 of those plays came on the ground for 220 rushing yards, only 51 through the air. Uh, Maryville, 31 total plays, 228 yards of total offense, 17 rushes for 137. 14 passes for 91 yards, so uh, just not uh, like Chris said, not not the firepower we've seen the last few weeks. And really, hats off to to Farragut for kind of thwarting that side of it, but ultimately uh, owning the time of possession more than double uh, here tonight. They had the football 33 minutes 15 seconds to the Red Rebels 14 minutes 45 seconds. And every time Coach Courtney four times he went for it on fourth down, they converted on those
4: fourth downs. Uh, three three times in the red zone, scored all three times in the red zone.
3: Yeah, just an efficient night. Coach Courtney, uh, one of the, the, the elder statesmen in this region, maybe in the state of Tennessee, and he had his guys ready to play tonight. So, so hats off to Eddie Courtney, their staff, uh, multiple Courtney's on that staff. But uh, hats off to Farragut as they'll head back uh, victorious here tonight. Uh, but you want to recognize a lot of our key seniors. Again, a group of seniors that's been through a lot, and uh, in, in their, their season's not over with yet. They've got a, a matchup more than likely with Science Hill next week. We'll be on the road. We'll head up to Johnson City area and, uh, and be able to kind of snap this one out of our mind and go get a big uh, postseason victory hopefully.
4: Yeah, we called a lot of those seniors' names tonight. Hutton Jones made some big plays. Caleb Reeves made some big plays for the Red Rebels. Jack Carter in the second half looked very good up there on the front line. Uh, so, good job to name a few seniors there for you, Wayne.
3: Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. We're going to take another quick break, uh, listen to our fine sponsors. We're going to we're going to select our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, uh, try to get him up here for an interview here on senior night. But, again, an emotional night here at Skeeter Shield Stadium as the Rebels fall to the Farragut Admirals 13 to 10. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
10: El Jimidor Mexican Grill. A Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimidor Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimidor Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends. Or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10. Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimidor mexican grill 1705 east lamar alexander parkway in maryville call 865-681-6040 el jimador mexican grill a proud sponsor of blunt county sports
6: Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blount and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills, and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston LawFirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate
3: your business. smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on And welcome back inside the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post-game show right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. As we're here at Skeeter Shield Stadium, Ben again, an emotional night here on on Senior Night. Farragut comes in, knocks off our Rebels 13 to 10, uh, but really. Uh, a lot of people had good nights tonight It just Farragut found a way. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you hold a team to 13 points. In a lot of ways, you're going to win a ton of football games. Just tonight wasn't that night. Well, you
4: talked about the stats a few before the previous commercial breaks. Will Jones had 51 yards on the ground, had 91 yards passing, okay? He was 9 of 14. The numbers go back to what Coach Hunt said at halftime. The time of possession, 14 minutes, 45 to mariville. To Farragut's 33-15. The conversions on fourth down, um, that's a stat that we haven't been comfortable with this year. We've done very well on fourth down conversions. There were a couple of post plays that Cam Duncan hasn't completed this year that he executed at the right time. The one touchdown there for Farragut um, and then uh, the one to position them for the field goal. So, Overall and you can't you can't discount Jack Alley, number seven Jack Alley for Farragut was it just seemed like he was in on every play for the
3: Admirals. Well and I you know i don't I don't want to take away from what Farragut did here tonight i'm not I'm not in in that business, but at the end of the day uh, the pressure was on the red rebels uh, again uh, Farragut they knew this was their final game win loser draw uh, the The Red rebels had been carrying some steam, just knocked off Alcoa a week ago, and so the the market had, had come back to Marable I mean really for for many, many years, it's always been there. But this season kind of ebb and flow, and it gets back on us tonight. Farragut just does enough to get it done. But uh, you, you can't dwell on this one. I think Coach Hunt talked about it pregame with the Alcoa win. But it, it goes the same way with a loss. You have to look up, understand what you did well. Uh, I think defensively, in a lot of ways, you made you made Farragut go the long route every single time. The problem was uh, just offensively we couldn't get – just one more score to make the difference. So uh, I think you got to be happy with a lot of things. You don't don't like the loss, but ultimately something to learn from tonight and something to take to Science Hill next week.
4: And coming into the game, we've been inefficient on third down conversions for us offensively, and we went 0 for 4 tonight on third downs. But let's talk about Colton Faust. The freshman had a pretty astounding game, had two punt returns for 48 yards. uh, So excellent job
3: out there. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of – there were several bright spots. I thought the Will Jones keeper, the Colton Faust – uh, pump return, I thought the defensive stand down there on the goal line to force the, the, the kick there early, keep them out of the end zone on that opening drive, that's huge. And then ultimately, I mean, you're a couple chain links away from possibly stopping them right here at midfield and giving yourself a yourself a chance to go down and kick another game winner.
4: Yeah, I think the key drive of the game that kind of turned it in favor of Farragut, Price Davis had that 50-yard run up the middle of the field Puts us in position to score
3: and unable to convert on that with points at all. Okay, looks like Mr. Hibbs may have our uh, our player of the game down there, uh, Chris uh, Olivet as our player of the game.
8: Yeah, fellas, I got him coming up. Uh, he was just uh, finishing up with his family and was going to oh, head huh? up, but uh, you know he said he said it best. I think he said we were right there in the end. We just didn't make the plays when we needed to.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean you look at it this is a this is a four-loss football team now that outside of Bradley all uh, well all were one possession Bradley was just an eight-point loss but Bearden one point uh Ferry get three points uh just just uh, right there at the end and yeah when when you're in those situations sometimes they go your way but then there's those options that may not so uh interested in talking with Hunter and hopefully to talk to him soon just a uh, uh, just send him on up, and uh, we'll give him some uh, give him some goodies up here. Okay, will do. Well, I really appreciate the interview that you had, Wayne,
4: before the game, and what Coach Hunt was talking about adversity and how you deal with that adversity. You know, we've we've shown that we can we can play in those big game situations like the Alcoa game. Well, this is an adverse situation here. We we face somebody throughout the whole entire season. We have owned time of possession. Farragut comes in. They make an adjustment. They own time of possession. Now we have to react. We have to get back to practice, get back to the drawing board, figure out a way to prepare for next week up in Johnson City. And this coaching staff will.
3: Yeah, I think um I think this coaching staff, it's one of those deals, and I think this is cliche to say, but that's I'm I'm fairly decent at it. Uh, There's only one team that's going to finish up this season and and hoist that golden ball. You're going to lose to end your season unless you're that one team. Maybe you find your last bit of adversity here at the tail end of the regular season, and it pushes you to work just that much harder through the playoffs, back to a few teams. Honestly, all the way until the semifinal round, more than likely we're going to see teams that we've played before, so I think you've got to put that in perspective, you've got to practice very hard, and you've got to get this one out of the way, you've got to travel next week.
4: Yeah, and Coach Hunt has said it before in situations like this, this stings, right? This stings, this hurts. You take this home with you, you wake up tomorrow, you feel it throughout the day, throughout, throughout the weekend, you get back to practice on Monday, you start working on what adjustments
3: you need to be prepared for next week, and this coaching staff will have them ready. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Let's take us a break, uh, listen to some fine sponsors. When we come back, we hope to have uh, this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Hunter Olivet, uh, defensively uh, played a ton of snaps tonight and was in on a ton of tackles. So we hope to talk to him after the break. But here on senior night, the Red Rebels fall to the Farragut Admirals 13-10. to 10. You're listening to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM.
11: Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Closed Sunday. Stevenson Tire.
12: Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600. Or click twincitycertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. Quality you
1: deserve. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group, Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price.
5: You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman at Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Mariville High School Football.
13: This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS MLS number 1641325.
5: Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Marival. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at Denzo careers.com slash Marival and start crafting your future today. Run like a rebel. Run like a rebel.
3: And welcome back into the Dickens turf and landscape supply post game show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, uh, again, senior night has the uh, additional, uh, additional pictures that have to be taken of course uh hunter is a senior linebacker and so he's done a lot of great things uh but ultimately he's got to he's got to talk and he's got to got to take his pictures with his teammates so uh, we're trying to trying to morph to help that uh we're sending mr chris hips down there with the headset uh typically at home we'll have him come up here but just want to do our best uh to make it work for him but uh scores from around the area mr metz Uh, a lot of games tightening up upper in, in upper east tennessee
4: yeah, Dobbins Bennett just scored to tie the game 21-21. That's a fourth-quarter score. Elizabethan 10, Greenville 13. That's a fourth-quarter score. William Blunt 28, Jeff County 41. That's a thir- third-quarter score. Hardin Valley gets loses to Cleveland tonight, 29-3. Heritage 28, Clinton 34. That's a fourth-quarter score.
3: A lot of a lot of parody there around East Tennessee, around the state of Tennessee. But uh, here tonight, again, Rebels fall thirteen to ten to the Farragut Admirals. Do want to give a shout out uh, to Leo Marquina. Uh, who goes to Sam Houston elementary school he came up here pregame and just with the senior night I didn't get a chance to call him out but he was up here he won a contest at Sam Houston and got a behind the the scenes look at rebel at rebel football rebel radio and uh, got to meet him super nice kid had his dad with him it was nice talking to him he gets a he gets the full pull tonight
4: yeah, he had an exciting tour here in the press box with uh, Coach Russell. So, uh, shout-out to him tonight, definitely. Yeah,
3: Sam Houston Elementary Award winner, Leo Markina. Uh But looks like Hunter is making his way. Uh, trying to see where Chris is at, probably going to meet him there. Looks like he's
4: down there at the 30-yard line, Wayne. But why, while he's coming over there, Hunter Olivet on the season had 67 tackles coming into this ball game. One interception, two forced fumble, one defensive touchdown. We remember that pick and score for 52 yards against Science Hill. The guy's just been all over the field, had 10 tackles last week against Alcoa. Uh, all of it's been a marksman for sure, is what we've called him.
3: Yeah, I can't agree more. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him uh, with a microphone. We're gonna get him uh, with a headset on, and then we're gonna talk to him just here in a second. Uh, he's almost up here. Let's take a quick break. Listen to three sponsors. Wait a minute and a half, and listen to this young man. Portis Howard out for the Rebels. He's our player of the game. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke. FM.
9: Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865. 865- 984 4355.
3: And don't forget when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! And welcome back to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post game show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7. Duke FM I'm Wayne Kaiser, and pleased to be joined by this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game Hunter Olivet Hunter how you doing man I know senior night uh, big time night for you Uh, defensively you played your heart out and that's what got you this award but I know it's tough
2: here on senior night yeah yeah I mean I'm doing good how are y'all
3: Doing well, doing well. Uh, number 11, uh, that's a thats a big number from Little Rebs all the way up uh-huh. to the high school now. But, uh, Hunter, you've really, throughout the season, and, again, I think capped here tonight on senior night, uh, you've poured it out each and every week. Last week, huge victory against the Alcoa Tornadoes. Yes, and, and I think across the season, how much you've really just continued to develop, uh, really playing run fits very well, getting up field as, as best as anybody uh, maybe on this football team. Uh, but what what did you see here tonight and what fair get bring to, to Skeeter Shield Stadium? Well, I
2: mean, they pulled as many guys as they could. Uh, I mean, we just didn't fit it all the way correctly. We needed more push from the line. We needed better fits, tighter off the line, tighter off the edge. So...
3: Just uh, just one of those nights where uh, it just didn't all come together. But, but yeah. Hunter, like I said, not to take away from the great things that's happened in this season. And, and I don't know if they, they talked about it post-game, but it looks like Cleveland's going to knock off Hardin Valley. So, seeding ultimately was unaffected here tonight. Yeah. You guys will be the three-seed, head to Science Hill and take on the Hilltoppers. You've seen that team already. What does that? How does that help you going into a playoff game next
2: week? I mean, coming off a loss, it gives us a little bit of confidence. Um, uh, I mean and that was one of my big games too as well with the pick six. Uh we played really good. Our offense played outstanding. That's one of the best offensive games I've seen from us so far. Okay. So Well good deal. And and again, playoff
3: football's a different brand of football. Gotta gotta wash this one out. Uh, flush this one but then ultimately go to work this week get ready for science hill uh big big time first round matchup for the red rebels but hunter Mm -hmm. congratulations on being this week's smoky mountain axe house player of the game again there's a there's there's a few perks with it there's a water bottle a t-shirt there's a there's a plaque in there so we tell everybody if if they don't know you wanted. It. It's not our fault. After today, but right. uh, but Hunter, you're this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. We'll do a, a short interview with you through the week sometime okay. and air the Red Hot Minute next week. But one thing you get to do is help us close out tonight's broadcast. Uh, are you good with that? Yes, sir. All right. Well, the Red Rebels here on Senior Night have ran into a a fleet, and the Farragut Admirals knock off the Red Rebels thirteen to ten. The Rebels fall to six and four. Admirals improve to 4-6. and six. Final score for Maryville High School, the Farragut Admirals 13, the Maryville Red Rebels 10. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that make this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School. Big thanks to our sponsors that you've heard in and out of the breaks. A big thanks to the Alpha of Analytics, Mr. Ken Main, for up-to-minute stats each and every week. And a very special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and Hunter Olivet. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and, yes, go Rebels. Go
4: Go Rebels! Rebels! Run like a Rebel, run like a Rebel.